Hey guys, 30 and Still Gaming here. I just want to let you know that if you have been enjoying these podcasts that we've been doing since May of 2015, you might like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain the future episodes. You can help us out as for little as 99 cents per month, $4.99 per month, or $9.99 per month. If you do the top tier one, we the creators get 13% more per dollar. Now, you do not have to donate anything at all. They're free and always will be free. Whether you watch us live on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or later over at YouTube.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or listen to us right here on your favorite audio podcast platform. But if you have enjoyed at least even one of these episodes, you might want to help us out. The link is in the description below if you would like to support us. I do appreciate everyone listening and hope you enjoy the content we have been creating over the years and look forward to doing many more. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 194 is starting. You can watch us live here on Thursday nights, Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. You can also watch us after the fact over on YouTube slash 30 and Still Gaming. You can follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. You can follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Find out when we go live. And... If you listen to us, just want to hear the audio version of the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm uh, and listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and anchor.fm. Uh, let me put this in the chat that should pop it up. There it is. You click on that. If you would like to support us in any way, shape, or form, you can hit that link, and you can, as little as 99 cents, you can subscribe and help us. Uh, all the money goes back into the actual podcast. This has been free 100% for 193 episodes. We've been doing it since 2015. We do appreciate you very much for listening and watching. How's chat doing, everyone? How's everyone going? On today's episode, we're going to be talking about games you own but don't own. We're going to be talking about Xbox and PlayStation news. We're going to be talking about Battlefront 2 news. Um, they're coming out with uh, a new update that just came out with today. Uh, December 5th. We're going to talk about uh, a couple trailers that we that I want to talk about. We Lost in Space on Netflix. We have the Bond trailer, and we also have the Black Widow trailer we'll go over. We're going to talk about the Star Wars ride that's opening up in Disney Galaxy's Edge. It opened up today. Media Day was yesterday, so we'll talk about that, uh, just what the ride is and what state you know Star Wars in, is in. Uh, we're going to talk about microtransactions from Rocket League. People are not happy, Sarge. They're not happy because microtransactions are less but more. Uh, also, Division 2 came out with a little update. I want to talk about one of the options in that update that I'm interested in. And then we'll talk about Bungie as a whole. Bungie uh, had an update yesterday with a stream, and they're talking about the Season of the Dawn, which is the next season coming out. So that is what's on the agenda for Episode 194. Usually we have titles down below. We won't have that because um, I still have issues getting it to work again so that will not be happening so 
if you miss something, you can just ask in chat and we'll type it in chat if you're if, if you want to know what the topic is. Uh, other than that, uh, I want to talk about a game I've been playing. I've been playing since uh, I haven't been playing Destiny at all for the last two weeks. Uh, I started a new segment on my morning show called The Daily Grind, and a guy came in called Gummy, and he was talking about, have you played Star Wars The Old Republic? And I forget how the conversation started, and I said, no, I haven't. He said, oh, it's free to play. You can play the story missions. And I was like, oh, let me let me download it. And I started it last, not this Monday, but the week before. So I played it on Monday, Tuesday, and then I left for holiday on Wednesday for Thanksgiving. And then I played it when I got back on Monday and Tuesday and uh so I played it Monday morning, and then I played it Tuesday morning and Tuesday night. So I have about 24 to almost 30 hours into the game right now. And I'm absolutely uh, – I did look at the TWAB. We're going to be talking about that tweak. We're going to be talking about it. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm level 32 right now in, in SWOTOR, right? So I was like, what's the game going to be? Is it, am I going to like it? When he told me there was story missions in there, and I was like, all right, that's all I want to play. I just want to play the main story and stuff. I don't want to get into guilds. I don't want to get into PvP action. I don't want to get into end game. I don't care about any of that. I just want to play a game with the story. And because I'm on the Star Wars hype train, okay, because I played The Fallen Order a couple weeks before, I'm watching The Mandalorian, I was like, I want to be... A Mandalorian. So I made a bounty hunter character inside Swotor, and I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. It's 100% free, and don't get me wrong. There's a shit ton of microtransactions in this game, right? But there would the, have to be. The fact is that the amount of content that I can play for free, which is level zero to fifty, okay, with eight different characters, okay, and then each of them are story driven, voice acted, cutscenes. Okay, like the whole kit and caboodle where we pay full price for games that don't do this stuff and we pay a full value. You could play literally multiple hundreds of hours of this thing for free. And the best part is if you pay $15 for one month of subscription, you can unlock the remaining levels, right, from 50 to 70, and you unlock the other DLC campaigns for your character once you're done paying for one month and you decide i don't want to play anymore the dlc is still unlocked for you and you can still complete it at your leisure meaning i don't have to pay 15 bucks and play till my eyes bleed as much as i possibly can because they're going to take it away from me once i'm done paying i can literally take a week a month three months six months to complete the rest of the campaigns that I already purchased for the price of $15. Now imagine the price, and this is a running theme today, folks. This is the first story, right? $15 transaction, and I get to play that content six months from now. And I get to play eight different characters with full stories eight months from now, okay? A year from now, whatever. So I'm really enjoying myself with Swotor. Uh, if you're looking for, if you're looking for a, a game to play, and you're like, man, I just don't know what to play, and you have a PC because it's not on, it's not on console or anything. You're looking for an MMO, right? It's an actual real nice MMO. Okay, if you like Star Wars and you want to play, there's plenty of stuff to do, and you don't have to spend a penny. Okay, an actual true free to play game. And there's microtransactions and stuff like you're you're limited to 
You get a ship, and there's storage on the ship, but you can't use the ship unless you're a subscriber or a premier player. Uh, you do get a stronghold, which is your house, which you can put a storage in there, and it has like 80 storage containers, which is more than I need. Okay, you can customize your actual house, limited with furniture and stuff, because some of the furniture you can only get when you're on. The there's a there's a bunch of stuff like there's armor, there's cool armor you can get, you can mod it up and stuff, but the coolest armor that you can get obviously is paid cosmetics and stuff like that, or your premium player. Or there's also bosses and stuff you would have to get in endgame, which you would have to pay to get up to higher levels to go do the endgame content to get those cool rewards. But once you have the rewards, you have the rewards. They don't take them away from you. Um, and also, um, you can swap. Like, if I get a set of armor and you have multiple characters, you can swap them from different characters once you have that actual stuff. So, that is... Uh, SWOTOR, Star Wars, The Old Republic is what I'm playing. I absolutely 100% give the 30 game of approval because it's free and it's entertainment. Uh, so if you're looking for entertainment, it's a good time for Star Wars. Uh, one of the other stories I want to talk about is let's, uh, let's get the Xbox and PlayStation news out of the way. I want to talk about... Oh, it's out of the way. Well, it sounds like it sounds like some good information. Yeah. So, right now, in reports of uh, Art Tectica, Ars Tectica, uh, it says the next Xbox is in the wild. Is it the Sith? The Sith? Yeah, it's all the faces of uh, of, of of the many faces of stormtroopers. So the first uh, story is the next Xbox in the wild, connecting to current gen Xbox One players. Specs haven't been finalized for now. Spencer confirms back compatible pledge. This article is from Sam Makovich. Mac uh, late... he's, he's, he's Russian. He's Russian, yeah. Uh, late Wednesday. Or, or, or Polish. <clears throat> he could be both. Maybe, maybe he has mom and dad both. Uh, uh, late Wednesday, Post and Leader, Microsoft Xbox team leader Phil Spencer confirmed that the first project, Scarlet Console, is officially in the wild ahead of its late 2020 launch window, and current Xbox One players appear to have already acknowledged connected to it. Uh, and it started, Spencer posted on Twitter in the account on Wednesday. This week, I brought home a Project Scarlet Console home, and it's become my primary console playing on my games, connecting to the community, and yes, using my Elite Series 2 controller, having a blast. Without an extra post of clarification as the press time, we can only assume or summarize so much from this single statement, but it's immediately uh, dense primary Spencer's affirm a new detail that the Xbox team have previously announced that Project Scarlet current codename is unnamed successor to the Xbox One console. For, uh, for one, the only way Spencer is playing the games that can connect to the community is with the existing fair, which confirms that Xbox pledged that all existing Xbox One software will play on Scarlet, whether the games will receive a, any Scarlet-specific upgrades like bumps to resolution or frame rate remains to be seen. Microsoft has also pledged that all existing accessories for Xbox One will work on Scarlet, which is good news for anyone who bought last month's $180 Elite Series 2 controller, um, which Spencer shouted out in his tweet. There's also a possibility that Xbox will release some of the upgraded controller, but will sus suspect the Scarlet console's default controller will copy the... Uh, the buttons and the layout of the existing Xbox One pads, which already resemble the Xbox One controller's design. Most intriguingly, the kit's connectivity to the standard retail Xbox One environment, as opposed to the sandbox dev kit network, 
is a sharp turn from the standard Xbox practice. Previous Xbox generation dev kits have exclusively connected to private systems, including the Xbox 360s, uh, which also use a test pre-list software of the 360s heyday. Does this mean Scarlet's specs are closer to finalized than we previously suspected? Journalists like The Verge's Tom Warner had argued with the project Scarlet's specs were nowhere near final as recently as Saturday, which could be very well the reason Xbox went so far as to let Spencer brag about his brand new primary console. Of course, without clarification from Spencer, there is no telling whether the honest using a unfinished dev kit whose specs would change the boost of any point of view uh, between now and the system's 2020 holiday season launch window. Uh, we've already heard that the Scarlet will emphasize in high-performing games whether it's higher resolution of 8K, higher frame rate up to 120 frames per second, or both. Part of the power equation, some of the infamous uh, emphasis is on a solid-state hard drive technology as opposed to a spinning plate drive, along with the jump up to a new generation of AMD chips and the Gen 2 Envey uh, families is likely core AMD technology, which will resemble that's coming next year in PlayStation 5 as well. So... This is good news, right? Like this is we've talked about this for years about Xbox, how they're making it backwards compatible with all of their systems, right? All of their systems are playing the exact same games. You will be able to you will able be you will be able to play your old now, I don't know how much of these is true, at least Microsoft games and some third party titles. You'll be able to play your original Xbox games on the newest Xbox. You'll play your 360 games on this Xbox. You'll play the Xbox One games on this Xbox and then all the games. Some games might get an emphasis, uh, emphasis of resolution upgrade and stuff like that. Um, well, I think I think they're doing that because I think they realize that this might be the final console. Like, it might be. So, like, this is, like, the last console you're going to buy because of the fact that that's it. So you have to be able to play all your games on it. Well, I think the reason they're doing this, it it helps them get the the benefit of what console I should bet. Because if I'm looking at a PlayStation 5 and I'm looking at an Xbox One and I'm an Xbox fanboy, let's say, and I have my Xbox One games, I have my Xbox 360 games, I have my Xbox One games. When I buy a brand new Xbox, all those games I previously own, previously own, okay, because some of them due to DRM, are not able to play, but the ones that Microsoft made or created first-party titles, you can play those games on their Xboxes and third-party titles that are still on their platform, then you can play those as well. Where if I get a PlayStation 5, they've talked about I can get a PlayStation 5 to play my PlayStation 5 games and PlayStation 4 games, but I can't play any of my PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1s. Now, I know people are like, why would you want to go back and play your old games? I don't know. Because you bought them and you own them and you want to play them every once in a while? Like, I don't know. Why, why when you walk by a pinball machine, you put a quarter in it or 50 cents or a dollar, whatever it is, to play a pinball machine you haven't played in 20 years? Nostalgia. Like, you want to play it. It, it gives you that joy yeah, but, of but playing way, a game that you used to play. Right, but the way that they talk and the way they keep planting seeds in people's heads is that you're paying for temporary entertainment and you don't own anything and they want you to be comfortable with that. So they keep talking about it in a way that makes you say, oh, well, everybody else seems to be doing it. So right. it's okay for me to hand over money and not own anything. And then after three years, you say, well, we're turning off the servers. You don't get to play it anymore. Well, that's why so, That's why they're, they're betting on at least Xbox titles will be there backwards compatible and some 30-part titles. There's some, there's some titles that you can't play. 
right? I have talked about this on stream multiple times. Marvel Alliance, one and two, right? Transformers Devastation, uh, uh, Deadpool that I played. I was playing all these games, and then one day they just didn't work anymore, right? I bought them. I owned them, or at least I thought I did. I mean, like, oh, it's not an online game. Like, I don't have to be online for Transformers Devastation. I don't have to be online for uh, for for Deadpool. These are all single-player games. But yet, for some reason, I can't play them anymore. So my money is gone, right? And I'm like, great, I can't play it. So now I have to find a disc. I have to try to find a disc and, and then maybe put it well, in there and then I, activate I it. I don't see the I don't I don't even see the actual issue where backwards compatibility backwards compatibility is an actual issue. It's a it, it, it's licensing. Of, it's licensing. Regardless if it's an Xbox or a PlayStation or whatever you want to call it, it's a PC. It's just a different version of a PC. Yeah, but the problem right? the, the problem is so there, there's no reason why one game shouldn't work on the same system. The there's whole, no reason. No, no, no. They, they would work. If the licensing let them. So the reason Marvel and Transformers and Deadpool don't work is because, well, multiple are Marvel, Marvel titles, okay? And a company, whoever made the game at that time, had a license deal for Marvel to use Marvel for that game for a certain period of time, right? So, like, let's say it was, like, five years. It took them three years to make the game. It was out for two years. Whatever, whatever contract they signed, at seven years— Contract ended, and they're like, well, we don't own the title anymore, so we can't make money off of this game anymore. License ended, right? So they have to pull it down. That's why you can't purchase those games anymore. That's why you can't purchase those games anymore. You owning the game and me putting it in the game and playing it, I have no idea why the, the, your license that you paid for that you now transferred to me that I can only play for until you shut your servers down, I get that with a multiplayer game like an MMO or something like that. Like, for instance, Battleborn. Battleborn is in his last year of death, right? It's got cancer, okay? Battleborn's got cancer, and it's only got one. Think, it's only got I, one I, year I think left. They shut down the servers already. No, no, no. Starting January, you have one full year to play, right? So you know when they're dying. So just playing that game is depressing. It's depressing. You're like, I, I'm playing this game, but I know next December it's dead, right? So get your get your fund in there now with 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 Battleborn, which I thought was a fantastic game. The The PVP stuff was, was terrible, but I thought the single-player game was fantastic, right? So that's the problem with the licensing. Same with Hasbro. Hasbro owns Transformers, right? Right? Hasbro owns them? Yeah, Hasbro owns them. So Devastation, you can't play anymore, right? There's a whole bunch of games that you can't play anymore, which kind of gets into the next topic, which is games you own but don't own, which is Jim Sterling did a... A uh, a piece. Jim Sterling did a piece on uh, on YouTube, right? And I'm gonna put the the link. Don't watch it now, guys. I'm giving credit to Jim Sterling. Put that in your save bar there, okay? Because it's like nine minutes long or seven minutes long. He talks about a game. Someone on Reddit posted this game, right? And uh, they they talk about how they own the game, but they can't play the game, right? So this. This is the uh, the Reddit post I'll post in a little bit. Uh, it says, games you can't play on Steam version of Tron Evolution anymore. Game is delisted. Serial keys revoked. So a bit of a rant here from this, uh, from this user. He says, uh, I often buy games on sale, but don't play them immediately. Yesterday I decided to play Tron Evolution, maybe even practice speedrunning it. 
So I installed the game, tried to activation it, and game still uses Secrum uh, ROM, uh, Secrum DRM, okay? And the serial key has expired, question mark. After a bit of Googling, I found this thread that seems more users are affected. In reality, everyone who owns the game but doesn't have it installed and launched and at least once. Right now, can't play the game probably ever again, if very sad to see this happening here. Not sure if uh, Disney or Sankram's fault, or I just wish it could get it fixed eventually, or at least someone would find a workaround for this issue. I also posted about this for speedrun.com games on the forums to see if someone else was having the, the same idea that I could have to be done, but for now, no one knows. From what I understand, not confirmed, the only way to be able to play it is to have it installed and activated before it all happened. After uninstalling the game, you have to deactivate the key and reinstall the game won't work either. Okay, activating the game, regular or manual, doesn't work anymore. Can't start the game if you install it right now. Right, so he bought the game. Didn't install it right away. Shame on you. God forbid you had a life and you couldn't download it right away or you're playing another game, you have a hard drive, they couldn't fit all the stuff. But because he didn't download it right away, he paid it and then can't get his money back because he bought it, right? Can't get his money back. And he can't yeah, play but it. If he didn't, but if he didn't play it, but if he didn't play it, he can't get his money back. Well, he's, he didn't try to get it back. He can't play it. No, no. But what I'm saying is, according to Steam rules, you, if you have an hour or two to play it, right? right. So, and technically, if he didn't play it yet, he can still get a refund. I, I just think this is this it's is still a little, still a little weird. This is, yeah. this is sad, because right now we still go play Destiny, right? We still play original Destiny, right? That's a five year old game now. But eventually, it's going to go away. Right, because it's an online game. Right, it's a. I, I get it. It's a game as a service well, game. We'll see. We'll see how long it goes for. Because remember, Bungie has to pay for those servers too, right? Right. So we'll see how long it goes before they start to tell you that Destiny One servers will be closing down. Well, my my issue is that if 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 it's a single player game, I don't understand. If I purchase it, right? And Jim Sterling says it. He says they should put on the fucking cover of the game that you're just. Uh, I forget the, the terminology he used, right? It, it should say that you're you're just using it. You don't own it. You don't own Tron, whatever. You don't own this, okay? But they don't because that's not what they want to put on the box because if, if you're told that you can't own something, then why would you pay full price for it, right? Well, well let's, just, let's just change it just for just a brief moment and think how you'd feel about it. So let's say I buy I – know, I know everyone gets albums now digitally – but let's say I buy an album, right? And then three years from now, I can't listen to the album anymore because the rights have been changed to whatever reason. Now the disc I have with the music on it, I can't listen to. Right. Sounds kind of weird, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I did pay for the music, right? So I should be able to listen to the music whenever I want to. Well, you should have backed it up, Sarge, on tape. Or, 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 or digitally. Right? right. But the fact remains is like this. No, no one's going to pay attention to this story right away. But things only move in one direction. Right. Things are not going to go back to the way they were. They're just not. So this is going to happen more and more. What's going to end up happening eventually, no matter how much kicking and screaming that the public actually does, is the fact that all games will be digital. You won't own any of them. And they'll have the right to turn off the game whenever they feel like it. If it's not making enough money, off. If they don't want to pay for the servers, off. For whatever reason. And you can't do anything about it. Right. And according to the new uh, consumer practicing pr rules that's going on right now, you can't get refunds. Right. Right. You can't get refunds on digital, no matter what happens, no matter, no matter what, unless there's a class action lawsuit that proves that the game's not fucking, uh, like, actually fucking finished. 
like they did for 76, okay? And you have to get lawyers involved in order to get a refund. Right? You're taking the control out of the out of the consumer's hands completely. If there's no physical product and it's all digital and the, and they control the hardware and the software, then you don't have a choice. Right. That's going to probably be it. And so everyone will just say, oh, well, it's just the way it is. Right. It's just, 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 just the way it is. Okay, just the way well, it is. How far down the line does it go before you finally wake up and say, hey, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense anymore. Well, I, I just love the fact that people are like, well, how long is how long do you want to own a game and play a game for? Forever. Forever. Until until, until I decide that I don't want to play that game. Or sell it. Right. Or, or sell right? it. Because right now. And that's that's the other thing, right? Right. We're, we're starting it right now, Mike. We're starting it right now where you won't be able to sell anything. There's no more garage sales for electronics. Either you break it or you don't have it. There's no. Right. I can't, I can't sell anything online. I can't sell to my friends. So it's all digital and it just goes away. But it just evaporates. Yeah, it's just so stupid though. Like right now, right? I could go plug in my Nintendo, NES, Super NES, uh, GameCube, any any console that I want. I take the disc out or the cartridge or whatever, and I pop it in. Okay, Atari twenty six hundred. Open the drawer, take it, pop it in, and go. I can still play it. Forty one years later, I can still play it. Right now, I buy a game three years ago. Okay, can't play it. Can't play it. Can't play it. Well, Single you know, player, we, we, can't we play that. it. Yeah, we do that. We do that retro game night every year. We we pull out the old systems and see what works, and, and we like it doesn't hold your attention. It's just no, the way it works now. It holds your attention. The but fact, it's, it's just the fact is that I can play the games. I can play the games. I bought Transformers. I can't play the game. I bought Marvel Alliance. They say it's backwards compatible. I can't play it on my system now. I've never tried Marvel Alliance one and two on my 360. I'm not. I think it's I'm not. What you're do. I'm not pissed yet. If I open my 360, pop in my disc and put it on the TV and it doesn't work, that's when I'll be irate. And I'll be like, are you fucking kidding me? I own the game. I own the physical copy of the game. It's a single player game. I would I would probably guess that what's going to end up happening is slowly more and more things are going to happen like this. And then there's going to be a class action lawsuit. And then they're going to have to change the way they sell games. And it won't be actually selling a game. It'll I'll be selling this. a How about this? It'll be selling a license. And that's Well, that's what they're what selling licenses be. now. Well, no, but it, it'll, it'll have to say it on the box. Like, it'll have, the, the whole marketing will have to I'll change. tell you what. I'm okay with this license thing. Instead of paying $60 full price for the game, I'll pay $30. Full price for the full game. For me to rent it until you decide to shut off your servers. So if, instead of paying $60 for Bungie's next deal or next game, I'll pay $30. So when they decide to shut the console down or shut the, the system down, I only paid $30 for the same game that you paid full price for, right? If you want the full copy, if you want the full copy, I want the, I want the disc. $60 means I can play it for the eternity of my life. But if you pay $30, you're, you're at the whims of when the company goes, sorry, DRM, and then just shuts it down, right? But if I own the, if I paid sixty bucks, I own it for life. I paid thirty dollars, you rent it. That's it, you're renting. It's it's just it's a little sad, and also at the same time, if you think about it, eventually there'll be no history of games. No, here's the best part. You won't. There won't be. There will not be. It's actually going to have to. They're, they're going to have to have people like scientists. Who hoard up video games there, and put them in a museum because eventually there's no physical product anymore. A hundred years they're, from now, they're right. gonna have to keep they're gonna have to keep old games on a drive somewhere. Right. 
and put them in a vault because the actual physical copies don't exist. A hundred years from now, someone will open up a, a museum and it'll have from the start of man up until 2021, right? And then it's, it's the year 3000, okay, whatever it is. And they're like, what happened after 2021? Like no one kept track of anything, no one owned anything. So it just says it just says twenty twenty one to present and it's just it's just empty. It's just a case of emptiness and it just says digital. That's that's all it says. It's just it's it's just a little sad. Like I I get it. Everyone has this mentality where uh, and, and this is this is the part that I, I don't agree with at all because the terminology is just is just poorly uh, portrayed. Is they say that well, who has all this who has all the space to keep all this shit? And I'm like, you guys keep a mountain of shit. Right. In your house at right. all times. Right. That has nothing to do with entertainment. Just piles and piles of garbage that you don't use ever and refuse to throw away. There's whole shows about it called Hoarders. Okay? I'm talking about an actual right. library. There they are people keep, who are— They keep there newspapers. Are are, yeah, they keep newspapers. Yeah. They're very prideful of their wall of CDs or their wall of DVDs or their wall of video games. Yes, because— like People who have, who have collected over the years— that's their library of what they've owned right. in their life, right? So starting now, the kids that are being born right now who are going to get into oh, gaming. nothing. Okay? They will ha have nothing. Nothing. You're just going to be forking over money well, think about on a it. monthly basis we're being to selfish. pay games. We're being selfish, Charge. We're being I'm not selfish. being selfish. No, no, this I'm is why we're being it's selfish. Sad. It's you... sad not to be able to have it. See, see the millennials, when, when my son's older and he has to bury me, he goes, oh, look at dad's all these shit. Look at all the shit games he bought. Look at all these things. What am I going to do with this stuff? See, when they die, that's it. They they literally die, and their existence doesn't exist anymore. There's nothing to clean out of their house. There's right. nothing just, to do. They, 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 just, just, they just open up all the windows, push all the furniture out, put a for sale sign. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. You don't they don't, they don't ever have to clean up anyone or sell anything. There's no garage sales. There's nothing. There's no more garage sales. Right? Just I just charge you. Tchotchkes. No one wants to keep tchotchkes. Any, to, just for me, throw everything out. For me, the the... There's some pride in like I work, you work, you get money. You get that money and you spend it on something, right? And when you have that something, it's physical proof that I've done something. Like, hey, I played this game. I look at that game and go, man, I bought that game in 1997. And boom, it brings back all these memories and all this stuff, right? Right now, you can't tell me a game that came out in 2012, right? Because you don't give a shit. You're like 2012. Did did uh did Bad Company come out in that? No, that came out in 2009. Right? You don't know. You don't know because if you don't actually have a physical thing to look at, you wouldn't know if well, when harder, it came out. It's harder to recall the memory. Of course it is. You're not, not something. I I get it. I mean, I, I have problems like that right now. If I don't see something that I've played in the past and try to remember when I played it, you know, thank God that the actual Xbox says the last time you played this was yeah. such and such. Yeah. And I go, when? Can you imagine? When was the last time I right. touched that? How about this? What about they did an update on Xbox and PlayStation, all these other games, where it says the last time you played this is such and such. You have five days left to play it. Otherwise, it deletes from your system because you haven't played it in, in six months. Yeah, right? it's, it, it just seems it seems a little controlling for the industry to want to regulate when I can play my own game. Doesn't that seem a little weird to anyone else? It's, it's, I mean, I get it. Everybody's got this mentality where you play something, you finish it. When the fun is over, it's fucking done. Like, that's the attitude. The attitude is don't fucking worry about it. It's gone. Right. You know what? Kill the, you know, kill, kill the past. Thanks, forget, Ryan Johnson. Forget, yeah. forget, forget the past. Kill <laughs> right. it if you have to. <laughs> kill kill right. it. 
That, it's, like, it's like the most the downside downtrodden word ever to have that phrase. Like, why would you even say that? Like, if you've learned, if you have no past, if you don't learn anything from the past, you fuck up all over again, right? Yeah. If you get rid of everything you've ever done and you, and you have no proof of it, how the fuck do you know what to do? You, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. Yeah. So listen, they they blame it on space. They blame it on like room and whatever else. But you know, it's. I, I just don't like the way that little by little the consumer is losing more and more power. Like we don't – you're not going to have a choice. Right. It's just there's not going to be a choice. The reason they're in business is because of us, and now we get less. So they, they get to keep their shit. We get to – but remember, there's always the remaster or the – you know, the, yeah, But you know – yeah, but see, see, a remaster to me now, now that I'm older, okay – a remaster to me is they don't have anything to sell, and so well, or they're trying to make a quick cash. Right, the right. They have they have right. nothing. They have nothing else to 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 release for that year, and a company is trying to make some money for that year, right? That's what it is. So you take an existing game, you juice it up, you improve the graphics, and you pump it out. Okay, I I've I've fallen for it. There's certain remasters I've purchased back because it looks pretty badass. One one in particular would be Skyrim. I bought the remaster Skyrim because I wanted to see it. I wanted to see what they did. Like, I'm not saying it's I, I'm the asshole for buying it, but you have to realize that when they do a remaster, that's what it is. Right. They don't have a product for that year, and so they hype up an old game and resell it to you, and you're happy about it. That, to me, also sounds kind of dumb, but at the same time, you know, you play it for a little while, baby. Maybe you go through the whole game again. Maybe you don't. They still got what, how much were they selling that for? It was like thirty, forty dollars, right? Right. It was like thirty, forty dollars. So you know, I I see I see both sides of it, and as I've gotten older, I know more than I did before. But I just don't I don't I side with the consumer, and the more I see it, the more I see that we're gonna have to fight for every piece of hardware or software that we have. Right. It's it's just it's just sad that we don't own anything, and that. That if you want to buy a game, you don't know when the DRM's up, right? It doesn't say it anywhere on a, on a digital site that, hey, you buy it today and tomorrow all of a sudden the license fails. And you're like, well, I didn't, even, I didn't even get to play it. Like, I just bought it. It's done, right? There needs to be some sort of action put into place of it tells you, like, this game is six years old and you have 30 days left to play. But they won't do that because then no one will buy it. Well, it's it's going to – it's. We've gone we've gone down this crazy dirt road and there's no rules. And until laws catch up with what's happening, because remember, technology moves quick. Like everyone doesn't oh, seem to understand that. Faster, yeah. Technology moves very, very quick. Very quick compared to other areas of, of society. So rules don't catch up as quick. Things have to happen. Like, why do you think the industry is trying to rape us for as much money as they can? Because rules haven't been put in place yet. Right. Right? They're running amok with microtransactions. They're running amok with uh, online mobile games, trying to steal as much money from you as possible with the illusion of uh, its value, value for your time. I get it. But you know that if this was happening in any other factor of the country or, 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 or industry, right, people would be freaking out and laws would be, they'd be clamping down. But because it's tech, it's the wild. It's still technically the Wild West. Really, if you think about it. So, so uh, brought up in chat earlier the Stadia, right? Stadia is a, a system that doesn't exist. It's a it's a Chrome, 
it's a Chrome thing on the back of your box, on the back of your television, right? right. You don't you don't own it. Like it literally, take up space. You don't own it. So when so when Google decides that you just paid one hundred and thirty dollars and you paid sixty dollars again for all the games you don't own, right? Like you're owning them, but you have to buy them again. They decide that it's Google Glass or it's something else, and they decide to go. Eh, it was a try, but we didn't like it. So here's Stadia Two. Stadia Two is coming out, and Stadia One is obsolete. Sorry about that. It's not going to operate. Like, doesn't matter. You don't own it. You don't even own the systems anymore. So you don't own the games. You don't own the system. What? You don't own anything. You don't. You don't own nothing. You're. It's an imaginary system, an imaginary world, and you're like, okay, great. I'll buy. So I'll it's, buy it's two. Almost, it's almost like if you're you you went to the movies, right? You don't you don't own the theater. You don't own the film. You you went and you spent a, a X number of dollars to be entertained, and then you walk away from it. Yeah, yeah. But at least the movies you can buy it on DVD and you own the you yeah, own it afterwards. Not, not well, that's not, that, that's a, that's a, another sub story we can talk about if you want to talk about it briefly. Uh, you have to remember now that Disney owns Fox. Okay. Right. So slowly, and yeah. I and I do Search mean this light. seriously, guys. Slowly. Disney is not releasing any more Fox movies, and they're going to pull them off the shelves nice and slow over time. And then you can't get access to those movies anymore. Right. So then you'll have to get either Disney service to watch those movies, or Disney will pull them out of the vault and sell them to you when they feel like it. So let's just say, for instance, I know this is just dumb. I'll just say it. You know, Maybe you want to see Die Hard again, and your DVD's broke. You don't have Die Hard anymore. Best Christmas movie ever. And you can't, and you can't buy Die Hard anymore because Disney said, no, we don't make it anymore. We can't, we can't do a chunk and make a disc. Too much money. So we're going to just put it in the vault, and then we're going to charge you to watch it on our service. Okay? And then if you want it after that, either you digitally download it into your probably what will be your digital hard drive for your cable box eventually. I'm sure that's going to start up again. Yeah, but those break, and, you lose everything. Right, right. Or you just have the right to watch it through their service until they decide not to have it anymore. Right. And even if you pay monthly service, let's say all the movies that you watch are there, but you stop paying, you lose everything. So for those of you out there who actually like Fox movies, and I'm not sure if you guys understand how many movies that is, 20th Century Fox, but I would go out and purchase any movie you really, really like and make sure you own it and because it, Disney will start pulling them away. Does That's Disney recycle at their parks? Yeah, they do. They actually got rid of all the straws. There's no straws at Disney World. No plastic straws. They give you paper straws, which literally evaporate in your <laughs> mouth as you're drinking something, right? But yet there's plastic spoons and forks and knives and all this other shit, but they got rid of, they got rid of straws. Yeah. It's just listen. We don't. I don't want to get into a recycle war, but uh, glass glass can be recycled no matter what. Aluminum can be recycled. Right. No matter what. But it's expensive. Right. You know. Yeah. It's not really that expensive. It's more expensive um, than plastic. Yeah. But that's only because that's only because the way that they speak about it is they can't make ridiculous amounts of money. They can just make money. Right. Right. That's the difference. That's why there's paper straws. Like I thought the whole reason why they got rid of paper straws to begin with. Correct me if I'm wrong. But straws were paper, but they said that we're killing all the trees. So that's why they went to plastic straws. Right. Now we're killing all the turtles, right. and we're going back to paper straws. So I guess that either we took over Canada and we, uh, quietly we got, for the lumber. We got a lot of trees. Uh, right. So we got a bunch of trees now so we can start making paper straws again. I, I, I'm confused. Yeah. Like you can't have it both ways, right? It, it's it's easy to recycle the stuff that we have. I just think that it becomes like this this political point, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. 
uh, why we're using paper straws again. I mean, I get it. We're, we're killing, you know, but on the good side, guys, if you look up ocean cleanup, they're making these really cool boats that suck up the dirt out of the ocean. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right? The, cool. the ones I think are really cool are the ones that they're putting in the rivers where the water is so disgusting that you get chills looking at it, right? They they block off a part of the river, right? And they put the boat in the middle of it, and all it does is just collect garbage all day long, 24-7. Yeah. It's a solar-powered boat. It doesn't run on any fuel. It's It collects sunlight. And but it, how are and they making the money, Sarge? How is the boat staying afloat? Well, because the, because three times a day or however what the schedule is, the workers come out and empty the garbage pans right, and recycle it all. They're not microtransactioning people or, or doing some no. sort of charity to get money out of the people no, so they can no. save the, the world. They, they're recycling. They're recycling the fucking garbage and the plastic recycling. I think it's kind of cool, actually. No, it's actually and really now, cool. now they're now they're trying to scale up the boat. Right. They're, 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 they're getting they're trying to get funding. Okay, and they're trying to scale up the boat to where the boat the boat size they want it to make it it's something like a like a small cruise ship, and they want it to just go into the Pacific Ocean and clean up that giant island. The of island that you could live on, yeah, yeah, island of plastic that's out there. Yeah. You know, it's I, I watched, think it's just cool. Real some quick, some things are cool, like real, some, real quick, that we're actually trying to do something good in the world is great. I watched, the fact that you're trying to take all my choices away from my my hobby is bad. I, I, I watched you know. a video of this river. I don't know what country it was in. It was a river of garbage. It was just a river of garbage. Just kind of through. And the guy's filming. Southeast Asia. The guy, the guy is filming, and he goes, "I didn't see one straw. <laughs> it's just, it's just boxes and containers. It's plastic I mean, we, things. We are, we are seriously as a, as a as a humankind, we are just fucking re disgustingly retarded when it comes to taking care of the yeah. planet you actually live on, yeah. right?" That's why, you know, honest to God, if when there's a major disaster and they say a bunch of people died, I really don't shed too much of a tear. I just think that's just the planet going, I got to get rid of some of these people over here because you guys are just fucking it up. Right, <laughs> right. You know, if, if there's a giant flood and it goes 40 miles inland and kills everybody and all the land gets reclaimed, like, that's the planet getting, you know, getting even. Here, that's basically what it is. Real quick, just to, just to put it in perspective, guys, this is, you guys are going to be like, what? The fuck is this real? Yeah, I don't. This is how we do on the on the podcast. We, we get go, we, we go get, way off. We go, we go way, way off, off topic and stuff. But, off. but let me show you. This is a river of garbage. Are you ready? River of garbage. Okay, that is a river. That's a river. That's a right. river of garbage. This is in in India. Of course it is. Okay, this is in India. By so, the way, that, fun fact. India still has the bubonic plague. Like this is a this is a river. You want you want to drink? I mean, that looks healthy, right? That looks that looks phenomenal. When you but but, but when you see something like this, I just want to firebomb the country. Okay, here's another one. When you see stuff like that, it's here's, just it, it's here's disgusting. a river of garbage. In 2018, July 2nd, look at it. Not one straw, guys. I don't see one straw in that garbage. Look at. Are you effing kidding me? I mean, I, I don't I don't think they teach their people in India what to do with garbage after they're done with it. Like they eat a candy wrapper and I think they just throw it on the ground. I don't I don't I don't think I, I think the best business to open up in India would be a trash can manufacturing facility. I say because Look at nobody this. throws their garbage away. Look they just it's, this, it, it's it's disgusting, bro. This is this is ridiculous. That's disgusting. That's not even the that's not even the best one. The, the one the one I saw. I don't even I get back to gaming, bro. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. This is the last one. This this is the last one. Look at this one. Look. 
What the fuck? <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's what just so, the it's so disturbing. Fuck? Yeah. No, but, but this only, listen, the good news is this only happens after a really heavy rain. So all the trash that's in the streets gets pushed all into the rivers. And I guess, and, and by the way, out of sight, and, out of mind. Anybody want to guess where all rivers lead? They, okay, they lead, so we're moving on. They, they lead to nowhere, to the imaginary portal that we just tried out. <laughs> right. I mean, the only it, reason we're trying to get to space, okay, is so we, so can, we can send junk, junk out right, there. <laughs> so you have everything just... As soon as, listen, as soon as it's practical to, to, to fire yeah. garbage rockets to the moon, they're going to do it. I hate to tell this to you, but we actually used to be on Jupiter and Saturn, but... <laughs> We sent all the garbage out there, and it made a ring around the planet, and we had to move away, right? And it all became gas and, just, and killed just, everybody. So we moved to Earth so we could re, re, redo back, it. Back to the video games. Back to the video games. I mean, that, that, that was, that's a sadistic uh, segue. That's all right. Uh, so the next thing I want to talk about, really, really, PlayStation's PlayStation, right? So yeah, but release do you have date, the stats for it? Do they give you the stats for the actual? Date, no, there's no stats for it yet. Um, release okay, date. What about what about the guy that's playing Scarlet in his house and says it's the best thing ever? What's the stats? No, 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 well, no that's stats? Phil Spencer. He's not going to tell you the stats yet. Oh, right. But we just had the most powerful console ever try to be sold to me in the middle of a video in a video game console season. Or, or, or you talking about the Stadia life cycle? No, no. Oh, you're talking no, about the most powerful console ever was tried to be sold. Was tried. Well, that was a that was a test, was. right? That was I a know. test. Yeah. So then, what's what's this one coming out with? So, well, the PlayStation is reportedly going to be four hundred and ninety nine dollars, right? Four ninety nine. That sounds about right, though. Which was what every PlayStation's been since the beginning of of time. Uh, it's coming out holiday season. There's a leak that supposedly says it's going to come out in North America November twentieth. Of 2020, and the retail price is 4.99. Now, right now, 4.99. Are you out of right, your mind? Right now, Xbox and PlayStation. Even though PlayStation just got the Guinness Book of World Record, okay, of the best brand, okay, of most sold consoles, and that's the life cycle of PlayStation, all Playstations, they, they, they all Playstation, right? PlayStation One, all the way to PlayStation Four. It's the most sold brand console uh, that there is out there. Now, if I had to buy a PlayStation or if I had to buy an Xbox, right, and I was just getting started in gaming, right now, okay, right now was you could get a Xbox One S, all digital, for 150 It came with three games. I think it came with State of Decay, Sea of Thieves, and I forget the third game. I forget what the third game is. But you could play all all three of them came with the game or came with um with the system. Okay. There's no disc, right? 150 bucks, and you got one, you got three months free, or for one dollar or something like that, for Game Pass. That's an insane deal. Like if my son or daughter wanted a gaming system, I would get an Xbox One S. Because for $150, you're getting three games plus a hundred games for three months, right? And then you can start buying games if you want to buy certain games down the road. Where PlayStation, I got to pay $300. And I get no games. And I get nothing. Right? It's it, it's like a no-brainer. What Xbox is doing is insane as far as the deals they go for, for all these games. So Control is also coming to Xbox Game Pass. Okay? Which is another another game. Okay? You get three games with the PlayStation. 
What games do you get with the PlayStation? And you own them? You're, you're talking about you're talking about the actual Is that what they is that all digital? All digital version, Skippy? Are you talking about the new the, are you talking about the systems in the storage right now? Yeah. And how much well, is the how much is the three games with the PlayStation? It's probably gotta be about four hundred dollars, I would think if it's got games with it. You play on the system, your friends play on. I don't know, three hundred? Okay. Well, again, hundred and fifty dollars for a hundred and three games, right? And you're paying I'm sorry, you're paying hundred and fifty one dollars. Hundred hundred and fifty for the console, a dollar for three months of Xbox Game Pass. Right, which has over a hundred games on it. That's like a no-brainer to me. That's a no-brainer for money value spent. No, I know, but this is but this is how I look at it because money in and money out. So I understand they are trying to make Game Pass as valuable as possible in order for you to want to sign up. Right. Right. Because it doesn't it doesn't hurt them at all to give it to you for a dollar for three months. It no. does. There's no loss of money there. Okay. No. All it is is the games were sitting there anyway, okay? They're just sitting there, right? You paying for games that are sitting there is their best business model because you're paying for stuff that's just sitting around, right? Okay, and obviously you don't own so, any, you don't own any of the games there. That, obviously, that's right? correct. You're, you're but the but the idea the idea behind it is to get people comfortable with giving giving your money over every month, which is another monthly Frog payment. Pot, I get it for, for, the for, inter, for entertainment, okay? So like the statistics that we did a while ago. We did a statistic where you know, how what the average gamer buys a year. They said they buy three to four games a year. Oh, two okay? to three games is what they said. All right, so two to three games. All right, so two to three games a year. One hundred eighty dollars. So, na so right. now you're telling me that the average gamer will pay two to three games a year, but also has Game Pass. So he's going to be paying an additional two games worth of games in case games brain games don't go up anymore. We'll just say sixty dollars. So it's one hundred twenty dollars for the year, plus the three games. So in in the business model that Phil Spencer is, he wants he wants a steady flow of income coming in, regardless of what's happening in the market. If it's a slow if it's a slow year for games because they're working on stuff, it doesn't matter because the company is still making money because they have their guaranteed revenue for Game Pass. So I get it, I understand what they want to do, but let's let's just think for a moment. So what? There's 150 games. Let's say there's 250 games. Right. Okay. The amount of time I have to play games is still the same. Okay. Right. How many time, hours, time is time. How many right. hours a month I have or a year I have to play a video game, okay, is the same. Okay. So if I have the same amount of time to play games, but you're telling me I have all these games to play, so I guess I should never be bored ever. But meanwhile, even though I don't get to play what I really want to play, I'm still forking over money every month for the convenience of being able to play when I want to. Right. Right. So you're playing the, you're playing for the convenience of it, not because those are the games you actually want to play. You're just trying to assign value to the product. I get it. So for me, I I would buy, I would buy a PlayStation, right? Because I don't care about forking over 10 bucks a month for right. games I can't play because I'm too busy. Right. Right. You know, that's like somebody asking you for money every month and he never pays you back, like ever. Like, you, you, you give me $10, bro. Man, another $10, bro. This, like, I need it. Like, I understand it's convenient. It's this, convenient this, to hand over the money. This PlayStation bundle is this PlayStation bundles $239. $239, you get, you get God of War, Last of Us Remastered, and, and Horizon Zero Dawn Remastered. And you do get to keep those games. They're all single-player games. 
Okay, I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now. It, it, you don't. It's those, it's, those, it's not it's not accessing. You, if they're what, on the actual hard drive of the actual system. I'll tell you what. Right now, just from you saying that, like I'm bored enough to be like, you know what? That's a good deal. I should pick up a PlayStation. I love those three games. I've never played them. Right. Well, right. Here's the thing. You guys gave me a PlayStation for Christmas, and then I went out and bought God of War, The Last of Us, and Horizon Zero Dawn, the exact same versions that they have. God of War, I paid thirty dollars for. That was the most expensive game that I paid for for the for the system, right? The Last of Us and Horizon Zero Dawn, I got for a combined total of twenty five dollars. So I spent fifty five dollars and got all the games that they're selling right now for the PlayStation for that price. Fifty five dollars, and I got all the same games that they got. All right, so let, let's let's. And let's, I still haven't I'll... played Last of Us, and I still haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn. What? That's my point. Yeah. You know, you don't have the time. So let's fast forward a little bit. Right. Let's fast forward a little bit and let's say this. Let's say the new business model for Microsoft and for Xbox is the first year they sell the game. After the first year, depending on how many copies they've actually sold, the game goes to Game Pass. Well, and yeah. that's how it starts. Yeah. That's how it starts. Slowly but surely, every game that's over like 18 months old is goes just goes to Game Pass. Right? Right. So so for those people that don't buy a lot of games throughout the year, after two or three years, you're like, man. Look at all these games on Game Pass, right? So now it becomes more enticing because games are really not that old, bro. Remember, like a game to someone who plays a game and it's over, like they say, man, that game's fucking old. Bro, you just played that last summer. I'm fucking done with it. It's fucking old. Like that's how, that's the mentality. Once a year passes, either another copy comes out or a DLC comes out or something else, but the actual game itself is fucking old, according to most gamers, Right. So now think about it in an 18-month cycle, how many games come out, and now all of a sudden all those games go to Game Pass. So now all of a sudden the value becomes better because after 18 months all the good games go to Game Pass anyway. Right. So now it's not 10 bucks anymore. How much is Game Pass now, bro? Because now you've assigned a better value to it, and once the people are paying 10 bucks a month, what's to say they won't pay 15 all right, we, we know we know that's going to go up, right? Because right? once but, you get hooked— right. this, is all in, this is all introductory prices. We right. all know how this works. Right. Right. We all know. Well, maybe you all don't know how this works, but that's how this works with this kind of business model. Right. So slowly but surely, they will constantly get an influx of new games after 18 months and games that are we're remembering now. We're slowly moving towards no hard copies. It's all digital. So it just whatever games they didn't sell worth, it didn't, didn't sell really well for the first 18 months. Oh, goes the game pass. Now, another I got another reason to get game pass. You know, it, it, it's, it's going to go down that way. That's that, what it's here's who, who's here's what the game pass is good for, right? Like Phil Spencer said, I'm going to sneeze here. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, Phil Spencer says that control the brand new game that's kind of, they came out this year is going to come to game pass. Good points about this is great. I don't have to buy the game at full price. And then if I like it or don't like it, I wasted money. Now I just wait for it to come to game pass. And then if I play it, I play it. And if I don't, I don't. Right. And I feel like it's great for the consumer. But I feel bad for the developer, but at the same time, the company is a Microsoft company, so they're going to get paid money up front to bring that game, right? And this, I think, this is a smart decision for third-party titles for 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 Xbox, right? You're talking about for indie indie games. You're talking about well, Control is a, a company that they they work with. I don't believe they're owned by Microsoft, but they work with Microsoft, right? They okay. don't own them yet because they did Quantum Quantum Break, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. I think um, uh, I think they're not owned by them. But the, the, the point is, 
if it's a third-party title, but it's exclusive for for Xbox, which is not exclusive, it's it's on PlayStation or whatever else. Um, but if if they do a deal, they sell it for the first couple of months, right? It's like a it's like a movie theater when a movie theater gets a a AAA movie or blockbuster movie in the theater, they don't make a lot of money off the the top of it, right? The movie theater makes more money the longer it stays in theaters. They get a bigger percentage of it the longer it stays. But a lot of theaters now they they cut the they cut it because they know people are not going to come after a certain period of time. You know what I mean? So it's like you're not getting a full credit. That's what they're doing with video games now. So a video game comes out, they sell it right off the bat because the developer gets the the chunk of the change up front, right, for selling control or quantum break or whatever. And then they're like, all right, 80% of the people that bought the game are going to buy the game. And that's it. No one else is going to buy the game, right? So let's let's give it now to Game Pass because now other people play the game. Microsoft will give us some money. And if they like the game, whatever next game we have down the road, to be like, oh, these are the people that made this game. I'm going to give them a shot on the next game, right? Right. I, I agree. I agree with that mentality because I think for indie developers, if your game is not a success by itself because of bad marketing or didn't have enough marketing money to, to, to advertise your game, that if it goes on Game Pass, that you get some kind of split. So I, I would like to see that. That's a big part of the uh, big part of the pie that's missing to to solve this equation, is the fact that we don't know what the split is when your game goes to Game Pass. Like, what does the development team, what does the company actually get off of Game Pass money, right? Now, of course, the more people that sign up for Game Pass, the bigger this pool is going to be, right? So I would think, honestly, like if if a, if a normal run game. Like if a normal run game where, where they talk about it, it's a good good volume of games being sold, if they say like between four and five million games, right, right, right. So you're looking at two hundred and forty million dollars for say four, for like, yeah, about two hundred and forty million dollars, right. So if that's what they're making. If that's what they're making, what it costs to, to make the game, or what it costs to actually sell that many copies of the game, then if you have like a hundred million people playing Game Pass, right? That's like a it's like a billion dollars a month. You, you you get what I'm saying? Right. So like you get you get your cut like instantly. Like we release a game, we see who plays it for six months. Now you get your cut, depending on who <clears throat> who actually played the game. Well, you know what I you right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it would be nice to know what the cut is, but the fact that that that's going to be the new business model where you don't have to worry about if your game sucks or not you're going to get paid regardless then i guess for the development point the development standpoint of it it's a it's beneficial because you don't have to worry about going out of business however if all games to follow what they're doing now which is well we release a game broke or not broke or whatever cuz we don't care and they get their cut of money and there's microtransactions in the game, then there's no fault on the developer for making a bad game. Right. They can just release whatever they want. It doesn't matter if the game was complete crap because they're going to make their money one way or the other. Okay, so right? that's the part. That's the part that scares me. It's because every and in, in, in other areas of industry. The best products rise to the top, and the ones that don't fall away. But not anymore. Not in the gaming industry. You could be an asshole, have a crappy game, sell it broke, 
put microtransactions in it, get your cut. Big deal. We didn't sell a lot. I still got my money. Now I'm gonna go do it again. I'm I'm looking at the sales numbers. I'm trying to find the sales numbers. They don't they don't have them listed. I'm just trying to find any kind of list. But Control when it came out was sixty dollars. Let's say th their budget for the game was thirty million dollars. Thirty million dollars for the game, okay. right? And they that's actually a really good good price. So thirty million dollars for for their for their game. So if they charged sixty dollars when it first came out, okay, and they sold half a million copies, right? Five hundred thousand copies. They they've they've already made their money back, okay? They've made their money back. They, they if they sell a million copies, you said it was thirty or was thir it 30, 30, or? $30 million dollars is what they 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 cost for them to to uh to make the game. Right, right. So they, so, they, so they have to sell to break to break even. They got to sell over over five hundred thousand right. over five hundred thousand copies. Right. Yeah, five five hundred thousand. So if if they if they take it and then make the five hundred thousand, which I I'm assuming they they made, right? But this is how businesses work, right? Ten million copies worldwide. That's not that's not true. Tweak is that is that true? Anyway, besides whatever it is, right? right, right. I, I'm assuming they they sold at least a million copies. Over three, three consoles, PC, Xbox, and and PlayStation, one hundred percent. I think sold a million copies. Okay, and I, and I'll be, you know, on the low side. So they made sixty million dollars, right? Sixty million dollars before, before their cut or whatever they're whatever they're doing. So awesome, thirty million dollars to make. And let's say they take home, I don't know, forty five million. Okay, boom. You know what I'm saying? Like they made a profit. They've made a profit on their thing, and then they can go make another game. That's how business works. They already pay their developers. They already paid for the lights to stay on. They already paid for all this stuff. Hence, the budget was $30 million for everything, okay? And then they sold a million copies, and they made double what they what they spent, right? And this is how gaming companies become better gaming companies and so on get, and so get bigger, forth. Get right. bigger. Right. You double the profit. You double the profit. So, and that's on the low scale if they sold a million copies. I'm sure they sold more than that, okay? Now it goes to Game Pass. They get a chunk of change probably from, from Xbox to be like, hey, they have to be getting it for, for some sort of, of price, you know? So they get it for some sort of price up front. That they don't have to worry it. They're selling the game for 30 bucks now, like $20 off or $30 off. So you're going to get an additional 500,000 people, whatever, they are going to buy it over time. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I believe I probably, Microsoft probably has a thing where it's probably either done uh, quarterly or bi-quarterly, and they pay they pay the developers a cut based on who who's playing the game. You know, like they don't get it right away. Right. But like, however many copies are downloaded, I'm assuming or, or played on Game Pass. Like, you know, that, it, it would make sense to me that they would, it would break down like that way. How many people played our game? So we get our cut. Get I'm assuming it works. Like, they get money up front, and a, then they get paid it's a out lot, the end. That, that's, Let's think about it. It's a lot of money every month, okay, for nothing, right? We have games. We have games waiting in the corner to, for them to keep busy, and it's ten bucks a person, okay? Hundred million, hundred million accounts, bro. Come on, bro. That they could pay. They could pay the developer up front and clean the first month the game's out. Yeah. However yeah. many people download the game and play the game, they can play their cut right then and there for that month because. Every game doesn't come out in Game Pass, right? right? Not right away. But I bet they have it scheduled to where enough games come out for the year where they can pay oh, those course. developers yeah. out clean. Yeah. So you don't have, they don't My, have to Microsoft, worry about it. Microsoft is making money, dude. They're, 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 not, they're not hurting for uh, their, their money. Um, no, I, I just 
it's good and it's bad because at the same time, okay, there's no penalty for being an asshole developer. There's zero penalty. You're not going to go out of business. Right. You're not going to fold up. You're you're going to get you're going to get paid. We're we're, we're going to we're going to move on. We're going to move on because I want to talk about some of this other stuff. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about uh, Battlefront. We talked about this earlier on my stream. Uh, if you missed it this morning, Battlefront Two. Um, I've enjoyed Battlefront Two like the whole the whole time, even with the microtransaction debacle of 2017, the biggest thing. This game has constantly put out put out content for the last two years. We're in the third year of this game that nobody liked and it's still alive, right? And it's it's sold over 11 million copies, right? It's sold over 11 million copies right now. They came out with a brand new. Um, it's called uh, uh, what is it? What is it called? The Celebration Edition. Star Wars Battlefront Two Celebration Edition launches on PC and PlayStation Four and Xbox One on December fifth for forty dollars of digital package features the base game of the available DLC to date as well as the forthcoming Rise of Skywalker content. The Celebration Edition also comes with customization items acquirable through the game in purchase date for free. Content released after December twentieth is sold separately. Battlefront Two owners can upgrade the Celebration Edition for twenty five dollars. Uh, here's everything included in the Battlefront Two Celebration. So. For the base game, you include all the base, all past and upcoming free gameplay, uh, free game updates as released. Uh, more than 25 hero appearances, including six legendary appearances, plus the appearance of each Ren, Finn, and Kylo Ren inspired by Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker coming out December 17th. More than 125 trooper reinforcement appearances, more than 100 heroes and troopers emotes and voice lines, and more than 70 heroes and troopers victory poses. Now, if you don't own the game, you could pay 40 bucks for a two-year-old game, but you literally unlock 99% of the game. Voice lines, victory poses, appearances for everything, except for the certain appearances, certain voice lines that people that pre-ordered or people that played, like you have to you have to grind to get certain things in the game. Those do not come to you. You have to actually earn those. And if you can't earn it, you can never get it because you had a pre-order to get certain things. And I'm cool with that. Right. If you already own the game and you're like me, where you've unlocked a couple of things, you've paid a little bit of here and there to unlock stuff by playing the game and grinding. You can now pay twenty five dollars. So I paid sixty dollars two years ago and now I'm paying twenty five dollars to upgrade to the thing. Now, yes, I'm paying to unlock all the stuff. I did a little math earlier on my stream. If you paid for just the appearances, OK, for just all the heroes. It will cost you $306 to get all of the appearances that are in the game. So they're selling it to you if you already own the game for $25. You unlock all the remaining stuff that you didn't unlock. If you don't own the game and didn't unlock anything, you would get for $20 or for $40 and you unlock everything. Plus all the content that's still coming out for Rise of Skywalker and so on. Right. So if you were the original person that purchased the game for $60, right now if you pay an additional $40, no, you can unlock. You no, can unlock all the stuff. Twenty-five. I'm sorry, twenty-five. Right. So you, you paid, un, you uh, you paid eighty-five dollars total. Right. To unlock all the stuff. That's and that's if you didn't pay the extra money. Right. If you didn't the, pay the year for the for that right. for that special gear. Because it's it, it costs twenty thousand of the in-game credits to unlock one of the skins, or it costs five dollars. And that's another thing I want to actually applaud EA and the Star Wars Battlefront team. Because microtransactions are literally micro. A skin in that game for the cool ass skins for the for the heroes is five bucks. Five bucks. 
right? Some of them are $20, but a lot of them are $5, right? When they come out with a brand new skin, right? It's like the the purple version or the exotic version. It's $20. But then as time goes on, it, it comes down in price because they add a new skin in, okay? I feel bad for the people, and this is the stand I want to take on this, on this story, is that if you're an early adopter, okay, for any of this stuff, like you give your money up front, and then let's say you start buying crystals, right, or whatever the insert Cold game theory. here, insert microtransactions here, the game comes out, you're the first adopter because you like the game or whatever, and you're paying full price, full price. I'm paying $20, I'm paying $5, I'm paying uh, $10 for skins, okay? And now all of a sudden, two years later, I can get everything, everything for $40 if I've never played the game before. My, my, my problem with this is in early access games or Kickstarter games or something like that, you pay half the price of what a game released would be, okay, because it's an alpha state or beta state, right? And then you're being rewarded because you get to play the game. Yes, there's going to be bugs, but you paid half the price. These full-fledged games that are out, you pay full price, okay, and you're paying the microtransactions, and someone that didn't pay for it and waits, they're actually treated better and the people that bought it right. early. It, it, is, it is a little weird that if you're the early adopter, you don't have any benefits. Yeah, you're getting screwed. The, the, you're, you're not getting the, the, the ability. Yeah, you get to play the game, and yes, you played the game, but you're also paying 10 times the amount for anything that's in the game compared to someone... Like right now, 40 bucks gets you everything. That's $306 of just the skins I'm getting for $40. Yes, it's two years later. But I still get the game. I still get everything that you worked your ass off for for forty bucks. It's a great deal for someone that didn't play. It's a great game. I, I do like the game. Probably some of the best visuals, like photorealism in any game up to this date, right? You get a lot for it. You get a lot for it. <clears throat> Bungie Edition is called Destiny Two. Oh, you guys are talking. Um, there's also new heroes coming out. This is the pushback of the people that are that are fans of the of the game. They're bringing out BB Eight. And they're bringing out B, uh, where the fuck is it? BB-8 and B-9-B, or B BB-8 and BB-9-E, which is the two balls, the villain and the, and, the, and the good guy. Those are heroes coming out. There could be so many heroes they want to put in the game, like Ahsoka Tanu, Mace Windu, uh, uh, Pucon, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Pon what's his Plon name? Plonkoon, thank you. Uh, you could put Ventress in there. You could put Cat Bane in there. You could put all of these hero type characters in the game but yet for some reason for some reason they don't they don't do this they're putting bb8 and 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 bb9e and i'm just like why would you why would you choose these things i don't know how they play no one's seen them yet or anything like that i just think it's a little weird that they've chose to put those guys in compared to any of the other jedi or bounty hunters or anybody like that um so yeah, that's just a quick. You could quick do. Reference you could it. do a lot of. They could do a lot of different expansions for Battlefront to keep it interesting. There's a lot of things that you could do with that game. I mean, it it's, it it could be a good platform to change into different things. I don't think they had that in mind because originally they wanted to make it that microtransaction machine, but because now of the movie and what else goes on, they're trying to they're trying to pivot. But it actually has to be making decent money online because otherwise it would, it would they would stop talking about it, right? 
right? And plus, right, if it wasn't if it wasn't making any money, they they would have stopped. Talking are you about okay? It. Are you okay with them charging forty dollars two years later? To, yeah, but it's but not, they're giving but it's all not, the stuff. Yeah, but it's not forty dollars two years later. What you're saying is you you assigned value to the products that they've sold for the last two years. Right. They've assigned value to them. And now you're saying, well, it costs three hundred to four hundred dollars if you want all this stuff. We're gonna give it to you for forty bucks. Right. They right. 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 If you don't have the game at all, right. forty bucks. Right. But if you have the game, twenty-five dollars. So anybody who's looking at value for money is gonna say, Well, why wouldn't I get it for twenty-five bucks? And right. I get all the unlocks that I'll, I want to get. I'll be honest. You know what I mean? That's that's basically what you're looking at. I'll be honest. I'm thinking about getting the twenty five dollars to unlock all the other other stuff that I haven't unlocked. You see, but do you? But here's the thing: Do you play the game that much to want to spend the twenty five dollars? No, that's why I'm on the fence, right? Right. But you're not on the fence because they already have you because they got you thinking about it. The value for money is outrageous. Right. So why not just give me the twenty five dollars? That's true. That's good marketing. Right, but I'm right. also okay That's with them trying. Their... But it's also a three-year-old game that you don't two, really play. Two-year-old, two-year-old game. I'm right. sorry, two-year-old game that you don't even play. Yeah, yeah. I play it enough. I played it a shit ton. I, I, I've got my money's worth out of it. I got my money's worth out of it. Um, all right, the next story I want to talk about is because uh, we have about 15 minutes left, so we're gonna have to cut that out. We're not gonna show the trailer. Rocket League. We're gonna talk about Rocket League real fast. Rocket League. People are complaining about Rocket League right now because. Um, well, the microtransactions, right? So Rocket League's loot boxes are gone, and the community is not happy. Just that whole sentence seems fucked up, right? Loot boxes are gone, and the community is not happy. So Rocket League, the popular car soccer game, recently pledged to remove loot boxes in favor of the more important transparent blueprint system, which lets you see what you're getting and choose whether you spend your credits building it or not. The blueprint update has now arrived, and the developer Scion has published extensive patch notes alongside it. All keys and encryptors have been turned into credits and bonus gifts. Crates have been turned into unrevealed blueprints, and new item shops offer rotating selections of goods. And substantial changes already made many players taking in Reddit complaining about how the pricing works in the game, Noted, uh, noting that the customization upgrades are now prohibitively expensive and much harder to get in your hands on. A thread on Reddit cat uh, cataloging com uh, complaints from players around prices as now is at 1,700 replies. Elsewhere, users are noting examples of items like uh, the pyro exotic wheels have been seen a massive markup. As one post sums it up, if you bought 23 keys before you get 23 items, now a single item might cost the same in credits as 23 keys uh, would have cost. It remains to be seen whether the system will change based on the feedback of the blueprint trading. We'll listen, uh, listen in the issues of the community for now. Though it seems that the changes have they made cosmetics and items in Rocket League more expensive, um, also more transparent. So I know. Let me people... let, let, let me, yeah, let me take this one. Go let ahead. me take this one first. Okay, so what this what this is what they are trying to do. The developers are trying to make it to where you now thought you you now say to yourself that I was wrong. The loot boxes are better. Is what they want you to say. Yep. Right now we all know that the assigned value to fake shit in a game is all speculative. It just depends on who, who thinks it's got value and, and who doesn't, right? So if I had to spend 10 bucks to spin the wheel or open up boxes or whatever, whatever, whatever the version whatever is, is, whatever yeah. the version is in Rocket League, and I open up things and I get little presents. Now, they could make it cost the same amount. They could make it cost the same amount as, the, as those spins for those items in the blueprints, right? But they don't. 
they raised the price on the fictitious item to make you believe that it would have been cheaper to gamble than it is to actually pay for the item. Right. Okay. That's fucking dirty. Right. And that's how you know the public doesn't understand money and value. They don't get the difference. Right. The developer is saying to you, well, the blueprint for this car is really 20 bucks. So we're going to charge you 20 bucks. And you're like, I don't think it's $20. I got it. I got it by just doing one spin. But that was luck and that was gambling. Right. 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 So now I want the actual item that I want. So now we're going to charge you more for it. Right. Well, right? It, it, Where it, they could just they could have it the same price. It's no skin off their nose. They still sell it. Right. Well, I did a, I did a analysis. Right. You pay ten dollars for the Destiny's battle pass and there's 100 levels. So it's 10 cents per level. Right. In value. If, if, if that's all you're going to count it towards. Right. right. But yeah, it's 10 cents per level. So think of the markup for that armor that you got, right, at level 30, okay, is $3. And what are they selling it for in the Eververse store? $6, right? Like you're paying $10 and it's, everything's 10 cents. So it's like, what's your time worth, okay? If I'm playing a loot box system and I'm pulling the slot machine, it's a dollar slot machine. I put the dollar in, I did this, ding, 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 ding. Oh, I didn't get it. Let me put another dollar in, pull the slot machine, ding, ding, ding. I have to play the slot machine 10 times before I get a, a thing I want, right? I'm still getting stuff. Everything I turn, I'm getting a, a shit voice line. I'm getting a shit uh, uh, colored scheme or whatever. But I don't want that. I want the thing I'm going for, the, which the thing you the thing you've assigned value right, to. Right, the thing that I've assigned value to, which by ten spins it could be ten dollars, right? Or you can go to the store right now during the actual transaction. Go, oh, that's what it costs. It's twenty dollars. I could spend twenty dollars spinning the thing. Okay, I can get it the first shot, or I can get it the fifteenth shot, or I can just buy it right right now, right? And that's what they're looking at. They're going, well, they were going to spend at least twelve dollars minimum because we weren't giving it, it to them until after the twelfth spin, okay? Right. But now they're getting it for the right as they want it, so we're going to up the price a little bit, and then they're going to buy it. That's that's how business works, people. Right, because that, you spent but... money on microtransactions, they're like, well, we're going to spend money on the on the on the actual thing that you want to get now. Yeah, but they but they assign they assign the value to the item as if it was real. Of course. Like whereas they they were completely fine with you gambling for it, but the actual consumer base doesn't understand that they would have spent that much money trying anyway. to get that item anyway. Right. That's how you know that this kind of shit does not belong in a video game. Right. When you have children arguing about whether or not it's okay for them to gamble, they would rather gamble than actually pay for the actual item. Right. That's fucked up. And that the developer, the developer needs to be handled appropriately. I, I would blackball the game completely. I mean, all battle passes do this. Right. So right now it shows a thousand credits rocket pass. Unlock this car immediately upon purchase. And then it says rocket pass bundle. It's actually three thousand where we're selling it for thirty three percent off. You get two thousand credits. It's like it's all right. made up. It's all just made up shit in the digital world and the thing that you don't own. And they're like this value of my time. Think about it. Like, if they created something, it literally costs ten cents, and they're charging ten dollars, right? They're charging ten dollars for a thing that costs ten cents of their time, and they're and they're making that hundreds and thousands of times over for 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 making one developer, one guy sitting at a desk to do art and stuff, and he gets paid he gets paid his flat rate, right? He gets paid twenty five dollars an hour or whatever it is, or a hundred thousand dollars a year. It doesn't matter if he's making one thing or a hundred things. Right, and then they're using him, putting it in the in the marketplace, and they sell that a million times over, at ten bucks. 
All right? That's that's worth their money. Or they can make content. Or they can make content, and they're not doing that. But Okay, but once again, this goes back to basics, the, basis, the basics of business. Uh, to do the most to do the smallest amount possible to get the greatest profit from it of course right that's cost efficiency so if i don't have to create content and all i have to do is make a skin and i can make as i can make 10 times the amount of money making the skin that i can actually making the product what or making the new the new add-on what do you think they're going to do right well of course they're not, not going to make. They're not going to put the effort towards making more content if they don't have to. If it costs they just me, sell garbage and make money. If it costs me three hundred dollars to get that artist to make that actual skin, and I can make that money back instantaneously off of ten people, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer, right? It's a no brainer. No brainer. But that's but that's why it falls into the trap where if the game is not being uh, merit is is not is not being valued on its on its merit and its content. It's based on how much money it can squeeze out of somebody. Right. Then it doesn't matter if the game is good or bad. The game could be complete and total shit, but be on the market for 18 months and every person just throwing money at it because they want the cool skin and there's no penalty for having a bad game. Right. That's that's my fear. And it, and it keeps coming back up because that's the way it is. If I don't have to make content, I don't then why would I? Right. I'm going right. to I'm going to make the money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go I'm, gonna I'm, I'm gonna make it regardless if it if it makes money or not, right? right. I'm gonna, I'm make, gonna money. make the money. So <clears throat> that's Rocket League. I I think this is just one one thing that people are starting to see. Like they they're like, oh, I want I want loot boxes back because I was right. paying less they're, money they're for getting, it. They're getting them to say that out loud, right? Basically. Out loud, right? Right. I would rather have loot boxes. That's the answer to this article. Right. We don't like buying anything. I'd rather have the loot boxes. I'm like, this is why you know you're dealing with people that don't understand. The psychological effect that this has on people, you you, you could tell right away. I mean, you, right you you you're. I think the game you buy, right? You buy the game. The the game is yeah, twenty bucks. So it's, it's a twenty dollar game, and yet there's microtransactions in it. I, I, now, I Rocket League is a good game, but again, it's a game that you buy and and you're paying microtransactions, right? Oh, and by the way, let, let me interject just one moment, right? The the video games industry is not regulated by a gaming commission. Which means that you have no idea what programs they have in there to what the random number generator oh, is right. a... in any of their loot boxes. Right. They don't have to. They don't have to post. Right. There's no. Right. There's no posting of anything. So you actually believe on 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 whatever on honesty. Well, that's that, how many spins it's going to take to actually win something. You think? Well, it's just a random number generator. No. Right. No, it is not a right. number a random number generator because a true random number generator over time would see all the numbers okay and we all know just on destiny alone there are people walking the planet right now that have never seen a certain type of exotic gun because right. they're just, not part of that pool they're just not kidding right? right right they're not part of that pool so you can't tell me it's a random number generator that's that's the kind of thing that you have to you have to fucking step on that shit as soon as it comes out you have to call it out it's bullshit so if you're telling me that they're upset by they don't want to buy something, it's a random it's it's a really a random number generator, which you don't know how it's being manipulated, but your defense is I want my random number generator back, that makes you the biggest tool on the planet as a consumer because you don't get it. You don't right. understand it. And there, since there's no regulation, 
Yeah, they're going to do what they want, and they're going to they're, they're going to do whatever it takes to make the money. Right. All right, going from Rocket League, uh, we're going to talk about Bungie, and if we can get done with Bungie, then we'll talk about some other stories. All right. So Bungie had their their stream yesterday. Uh, they they showed they showed off uh, Destiny Season Nine calendar. Okay, here it is up on the on the on the screen right here. Um, actually, I can make it. I like the Saint fourteen costume. Okay. I mean, I like I like the story of Saint fourteen. So. <sighs> Say what you want about the, whatever season that you like. I I thought the I think the ten dollar version, the ten dollars is worth the battle pass. Even though I don't really think the battle pass has any place in the game, but they've implemented the battle pass. Is it worth ten dollars? Sure. The problem with the battle pass that I have is if I pay ten dollars for it, I don't unlock everything over when I feel like I can unlock it. If it takes me six months or if it takes me six weeks. Okay, so. The battle pass right now, people are paying a dollar a dollar a level. By the end of this week, Bungie is making an increase of a couple of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, because people are paying one dollar a level to get to the end of the battle pass that they already paid ten dollars for. Right? They didn't have the time. They paid ten dollars. They didn't get to the end of the thing. Now they have to pay extra money on top of the ten dollars. So some people for a season pass could be paying up to thirty. all depending if they want to finish it out, right? That's correct. So, Oh, and by the way, good call on calling it a dollar a level, bro. Of course it's going to be Because I looked it up. It's a dollar a level. Of course it is. Okay. So that's what I don't like about the Battle Pass, right? If I pay for the Battle Pass, regardless if it's part of the season pass or not, at the end of the season, let's say I'm at 70, I should be able to keep playing from level 71 up to 100 until I'm done with it. (laughs) And then when I feel like buying the second battle pass because it's got new, new stuff in there, then I'll get it because it doesn't really attach itself to that, right? Like the Vex Offensive is gone. So it's kind of bullshit for that. Anyway, uh, I feel like if you pay for something, you should get what you paid for, right? You paid for 100 levels, 10 cents a level, uh, yeah. 10 bucks, yeah, 100 I, levels. I, I have to agree with that part of it. If I... We're talking about we're talking about the, the uh, season the, pass. The Vex. The, the, we're talking about the the last season. We're first, talking about right? the hundred level season pass with right, the Vex right. offensive and stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, I agree. I, I don't think that if if you pay for it, if you pay for the content, then you shouldn't have to pay more money to finish the content. Right. Right. It I, sounds a little weird. Right. Here we're making it so you here's ten dollars. So here's what I think about the battle pass. I feel that if you're a person that doesn't have the time to finish it then don't ever pay for the season pass because the actual content in the season pass, the Vex Offensive, was garbage. The weapons in there are garbage. There's never going to be pinnacle weapons or anything that you need from that activity because it's garbage. It's just a throwaway content so they can give you some sort of value for that $10 that you're spending. What you're paying for is the 100 levels. You're paying $0.10 a level for 100 levels. Okay, It's $10 stuff. You can go up to 100 levels without paying the $10, because you could just play the game. And if you play the game enough and you feel that you hit 100, because it'll tell you if you hit 100, and then pay the $10, then you unlock everything, one big chunk, boom, and you collect everything and all that stuff. But if you pay $10 and you don't have the time to play it and then you still want to finish it, then you're paying more money. So it behooves you, the player, to not pay $10 and just play the game. And when you hit level 100 on the on the list, even though you're only getting stuff up to level 35, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, okay, then pay $10 at the end of the season to unlock all 100 levels because you're already at 100, pay $10, boom, done. But if you pay $10 up front and then don't have enough time, you're not going to pay 20, 30, 
40 50 dollars to finish the same pass that you would have finished if you had the time you understand what i'm saying so if you're a person it, 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 the, the model's a little weird if you're a person uh, I, I don't i don't think i really don't think bungie thought it all the way through i, I really truly believe that they painted themselves in the corner with this leveling system because because of the fact that they wasted a hundred levels because we did it so quickly. Oh, but you're talking about the light level. Yeah, but it's the I'm same talking, thing. No, it's not. It's the same it's, thing. It's, the battle pass is completely different than the light level. Yeah, yeah. The le the levels that you get in order to get gear, big deal. It's still attached to your actual leveling process. Yeah, well, yeah, because you're just playing the game. But right. it's not it's not attached. It's just that's cosmetic and materials and XP and stuff that you're getting for ten dollars. And if you if you don't get to finish it, then you you lose out on ten dollars, and you didn't get to finish the thing, and you got to pay more. But if you don't pay it, and then just play the game, you might get to hundred levels, then pay ten bucks, and you unlock everything. Right? It, it, it's it's stupid. The Vex Offensive was one of the dumbest modes ever. Okay, and here's I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into what they showed. They showed the 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 sundial, right? And in the sundial, I was like, yay! Different bosses, different things. I was like, fantastic. Yay. Right? And you can also ride a sparrow on Mercury now. Okay? For, for, for two years later. Two years later, we can finally ride a sparrow on a thing that should have been there day that's, one. That's not actually, that's not actually a, a benefit. No, I mean. it's not. So, so Vex Offensive was one boss, same map, multiple times for six weeks. Okay? Or seven weeks. And then we had the Undying Mind come in, and he did the exact same thing as the other boss, and he looked different, right? Because, like, what did he do? Right, Mercury is so giant that we need a Sparrow. Now that I can go around the whole map in about five seconds and be like, well, I'm done here, right? So, because they're not adding to it. In the trailer, they show the future. Like, during the, con during the thing, they said, oh, we went to the future. It's the future board. Now, I'm sure there's a past board. I'm sure there's a right. present board, okay? Right. So I'm sure there's three boards, which is which is fantastic, right? Because they should have done that from the very beginning with the procedurally generated stuff they could have done in the Vex Offensive. Yeah, one I don't because why, they, why, why would they would they just follow through with that? I one, mean, why right. why not have random stuff like you did for the forest? For the forest, for the ADZ, for different bosses at the end of the ADZ, yeah. right? They they had all this. Even the Lost Forest for the Halloween event had different bosses that you fought, right? right. But the Vex Offensive had the same boss doing this on a triangle okay whoop-de-doo now you're doing this and this is fantastic in a perfect world this stuff would be awesome if you went into the future area and you had a chance to get armor from the future world present and past but we know that's not happening it's just going to be one set of gear that's right. crap and it's going to be raining down on you because it's leaving in 10 weeks or 12 weeks anyway. So there's really no point to give you really good guns because they're just going to keep throwing shit guns at you for 12 weeks, right? Sure, you'll find a, a, a somewhat of a role or whatever, but there's not going to be any pinnacle weapons during the actual uh, of the sundial because why would they do that when the event leaves, right? If, if, if something's broke with the actual thing, who cares? It's actually leaving. It doesn't matter, right? So that content, yes, Great. Fantastic. It's another thing I can shoot guys in to get maybe good weapons and that's about it, right? But you but you but you're missing out on intentionality for why I'm doing the content to begin with. Exactly. Now, let me go into let me go into what they're talking about here on the actual uh thing here. <clears throat> so, they're doing the subclasses increase to to stuff on the exotics and stuff. Increase the drop rate of Scourge of the Past. Raid exotic weapons uh, are from 5% to 10%. The exotic engram to the fate engram 
has been collapsed into a single new exotic engram item. When opened, it rewards it's a new exotic and remains to be collected. Otherwise, it contains a random piece of exotic armor. Note, content are still class-specific. Powerful and Pinnacle Reward Caps. Powerful Cap goes from 960 to uh, up from 950, and Pinnacle Cap uh, is now 970, up from 960, okay? So, think about this. This could have been, this could have been terrible. Terrible. We talked about this in the Rages Roundtable. I said that there's no way that they're going to raise the, the light level, which they didn't, right? The Powerful Cap now is 960, up from 950, so you can get the light level, which you'll do in a blink of an eye. Okay, which is kind of funny, which is kind of funny because that means if you were a person that was struggling to get 960 pinnacle gear, okay, now the power gear goes from 950 to 960, okay? So that makes it easier for you to get 960, and the pinnacle cap now is 970, so now you're doing the exact same thing you did from 950 to 960, which you're now doing from 960 to 970. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chad, is that correct? So now my power level... When I start the season, it'll be 950, and when I get powerful gear, the purple items that I get to drop, they will drop up to 960 as I as I level up from 950, right? So, what did that do? What did that do for the pinnacle gear? What did that do for the people that were struggling? Why did Bungie switch it from one point to get eight things to two points to get four things to now I can just start the game and get a powerful engram drop, and now I go up 10 levels, Right? What you just negated the people that worked their ass off to get the content up, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's, just, it, they, but they but they keep repeating the same mistakes, right? And we and we and people keep falling for it every single time. Listen, I, I'm I'm under the impression that if the game was based on a proper foundation and they expanded from from that foundation, we would be in a different spot. But I still don't believe that Bungie has a direct goal from A to B with the actual game. Every time they come out with something, it's a different way of doing something, and they're testing it. It's a different way of giving us stuff, and they're testing it. It, it, it seems that way every DLC, every every season of, of, of any content that comes out, it's taking a different approach to the actual leveling. It's a different approach to this. It's never just, this is our approach. We're going in this direction. Right. It, it just doesn't it just isn't. And so for me, I wonder I wonder what the actual end game is. If every time they release something, they're testing new shit. It's Always. never it's never that we there's have no what, foundation. We have, what we have or moving on. Right. There's no foundation. There's no foundation. It's just constantly shifting and moving and adapting. Right. To me, this is this is so stupid that they've raised the power cap. Right. And this is exactly I told Paul Tassi on the podcast. Right. Months ago. Okay, I was like, there's no way they're going to level the thing because now the leveling, the high, the the difficulty level, think about that. The, th the difficulty level is it's in, it's it, 980. It's well, 980? It, it just ruins it because now it's not as now it's not going to be as hard. Right. Because now I'm, I'm getting 10 levels basically for free. And now I'm not going to I'm not going to do the pinnacle gears because the end game people get get so hindered because the whole world's open for the new light players. But as I as I'm the 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 top of the top of the people, and I start doing the content, and I start doing more stuff, and I start doing more things, this is this is what I'm left with, right? I get to play the Nightfall, the Iron Banner, the, the Dungeon, raid. and the Raid, the raid. Right. right? Four things. I get to play four things to get the Pinnacle gear drops that I need, so I can go from 960 to 970. For what? 
What am I doing this grind for? For what? There's no reason to do it because in 12 weeks, I'm going to be 970 day one, okay? And they, they, now they have to move. Now they didn't, they didn't say they moved the difficulty level. I didn't see anything in this in this in this TWAB that but says that the it, it nightmare levels are now going to be 990 or 1000. I don't see any of that anywhere. Maybe it's a secret. Maybe we'll find out about it. Maybe it's on the roadmap. Is it on the roadmap? I don't think it's on the roadmap. I didn't see it on the roadmap. Okay. They didn't really say after watching it they though. They didn't say they, anything. They, they they say a lot of words, but they don't say anything about it. If you notice that. They say a lot of words. <laughs> So this right here, first of all, it says Season of Dawn, December to March. December to March. Okay? But yet, it stops February 18th. So what happens the extra two weeks to March? What's happening there? Right? Uh, they're reevaluating re whether or not they're going to have to do another bump. Or they put trials in at the very, at the very end of this season, right? They, they, well, here, here's, here's a little note on that. Like, I understand that at some point, probably in either uh, early spring or at the end or the beginning of summer, apparently the vibe oh, it's is spring. It's that, spring that, for one hundred percent. That trials are coming back. Spring is one hundred percent. That will be the five year anniversary of it coming out. Well, that makes more sense then. So if if trials is coming back, okay, it is. But but we haven't. They haven't done one actual substantial thing to balance out weapons in this game for trials, right? That We already know the, the refusal to separate PvP and PvE. We get that. You, they don't want it. They don't want to separate, okay? But if you don't assign guns to trials, like everybody can only use these guns, like it, 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 just on the basic level, these guns only type of thing, then it's just going to be a hot mess. The, the the cheating problem on PC already is is atrocious. I don't, I don't think. What happens when you release trials with the state of the game that it's in right now? I I, I don't see anybody being ha having fun in, in comp for trials. I think it's going to be a glitch fest. So, I just don't get so it. So the problem is they'll never they're never going to give you like set roles for the guns in, in in trials, which is fine. What they need to do is stop the cheating, stop the teleporting, stop the stuff. All they have to do is make the perks that are just for PvP. Weapons need to have perks just for PvP and then perks for PvE. I'm predicting that they're going to do this probably for weapons 2.0 or 3.0, whatever that system is when they come down the line with it. That'll be a selling point. We've, we've reworked the guns. Oh, we're so excited. We worked the guns. And they'll, they'll separate the perks so the perks will be dedicated to certain things. That way, when they have to nerf something or they have to buff something, they just nerf the gun. They just nerf that perk on right. that weapon instead of right. nerfing the gun itself. Right? right. I think that's what they'll do for that. As far as the content goes, okay. So we're going from nine sixty to nine seventy. Escalation protocol wave seven chest no longer requires a key to open. Chests can be opened upon every successful completion of wave seven. Each so now people just farm it. Correct. Each time opening a chest rewards one piece of EP armor for the character class until you have a full set. Now, is that per week? So I can once I get like a helmet, I have to wait till next week to come back with that character. Is that the way it's it's working, chat? 
I don't know. The, the wording sounds a little funny. Right? Each time it... opening the chest rewards one piece of EP armor for your character class until you have the full set. So you can't get repeatable sets. Okay, so full set on me or full set full in my set. Inventory, inventory, in my vault? It, no, I would, I would assume uh, if you get it, Because otherwise, it. Uh, well, here here, here be the fun part. The fun part would be I would just farm the crap out of EP until I get the, until the armor until set the I set. want. Right. Uh, so after the full set is required, subsequent, uh, subsequent uh, opening of the chest rewards random piece of armor, charged decryption keys and key fragments are being removed from the game. These items will be removed from the player's inventory. Armor keys to spawn, Valkyrie javelins are uncharged and will remain. EP weapon drops were not touched and are still cumulative streams boss drops. Weapon mods, the cost of slotting a weapon mod, I think this is dumb in my opinion, uh, in cost of slotting a weapon mod has been reduced from 5,000 glimmer to 500 glimmer that, that i don't understand i i don't understand there, there's, there's three things there's three things in the game already that give you extra glimmer three things that you have in your inventory that give you extra glimmer plus the fact that you're doing bounties on a daily basis anyway for sake of the game so right. how is it you need more glimmer yeah I, that they have to lower the price from 5,000 to 500 are people just going berserk putting mods on guns and going broke doing it right like what are you doing like so, how many guns how many guns do you have on you that you need to keep swapping out mods for that you just can't have a duplicate of the gun and have one gun one way and the other gun the other way? Like, I, well, I, don't, I don't know. How much, how much I don't... money can you possibly be spending on first, mods? First of all, why do they drop it from 5,000 to 500? It's like, crazy. They could have just, I don't know, 3,000, 2,500, half, right? No, 10 times 500? less. 500. 5,000 to 500. Just, it just <laughs> – I don't, I don't apparently, get it. Apparently they did some studies, and people don't like farming glitter, bro. They're fucking out on farming glitter, which is basically the the only point in the game left is to farm glimmer to do the bounties. I so like I I don't understand like tweak. I I run around with max glimmer and then I do certain things and I go down to about maybe like half, right? I go down about half, like one twenty five, and then I do similar stuff that gives me glimmer back yeah. and I get back to I get that back to glimmer. I don't understand how broke you can possibly be in a game where <clears throat> glimmer falls from the sky. Literally, and that's that's true. Going back to the escalation protocol, they don't tell you if it's upgraded 2.0 armor with a mod slot on it. If it doesn't have a mod slot on it, there's no point to go back to get that armor. No right. point. There's no point. Why? But like, Great. But now like, I can get a like full I set said, of armor. But if it doesn't have a mod slot, what's the point? Yeah, but like I said, they said a lot of words, just not any details about what happened. What, what is going to actually happen? <clears throat> I love that they have to do it for new players because the new players don't want to play the content that's out. So they have to make it easier for the content so the new player just burns through it and then it moves on so they can get to this, right? They have the whole world open to them, but let's make them get as fast as possible so they get to this. Hey, what do I got to do now? I got to do the, the Nightfall, the Dungeon, the Raid, and Iron Banner once a month. Oh, it's so good. The content is just unbelievable, right? To go up 10 levels, right? You go up 200 levels in 15 minutes, you take six months to get up 10 levels, right? That, that, that's a that's broke system. A that's, that's a, a broken, mistake. That's a broke system. Yeah, that, that was a mistake. To Re rush everyone through that, it was a mistake. Repeatable bounties have been added to the gunsmith. They merge strikes, crucible, and gambit objectives on gunsmith weekly bounty, field calibration into a single objective, and shards progress from all sources. Or shares, sorry. Removed Valor and Infamy from the Vanguard tokens from field calibration, as there is no longer a requirement for any of these linked activities. Added new mode-specific daily Crucible bounties, one per day, selected from full-time playlists and active rotators. 
reduce the reduce the compilation of requirements, uh, the completion requirements for several daily and repeatable crucible bounties, and removed grenade and melee bounties from the crucible bounty repeatable pool. Uh, striker code of the missile, the middle path, thunder crash, increase the damage from 2,700 to 3,200, increase the in-flight damage from 100 to 200, and slightly increase the amount of time you have to be in the air after activation. Nightwalker way of pathfinder, bottom path, vanishing smoke, added a short period of 0.8 seconds after invisibility uh, appealed, uh, applied when firing a weapon performing other actions will not uh, break invisibility, and this should help prevent allies from accidentally breaking your invisibility in the moment that it's granted. Uh, Voidwalker, augmented infusion, middle path, handheld supernova, adjust the grenade charge time so it lines up with the animation and the visual effects. This can make it feel more consistent and active. Uh, they've added a bunch of crucible maps, uh, and they removed a couple of crucible maps and, from the playlist. Uh, so that's... Well, I, don't, I, I really don't think they removed them. I think they're just trying to cycle. Well, no, it said removed, Empires, Respire, e Equinox, Firebase, Echo, and Voltax from the crucible playlist. These yeah, maps they, are still they... available to play in private matches. Right. They what they do is they see how many matches and nobody's playing bail, this match. They bail on right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So what's in the store? Okay. What's in store? The past couple of uh, of seasons of Destiny have brought a lot of uh, changes to the Eververse as we look on how to support Destiny and our. That's a theme here. That's a theme here. They'll say that multiple times. I guarantee it. Okay. Eververse to see what we look at and how we support Destiny in our own as we are evolving world today. We'd like to talk about some of what we've heard about of the Season of the Undying and unlie, uh, outline how your feedback is going to impact Season of Dawn. Silver-only content. Offering some amount to Eververse content for silver-only is part of the ensuring we are part able to fund the ability, that's twice now, uh, to keep keep creating and maintaining Destiny and supporting the team that makes Destiny. Again, they've already made their money. They have already have money. They're paying their developers. Your silver that you buy today is not supporting content that's being developed right now. It's not. They said, we agree, and we with you. We also like to see a higher ratio of items that will also be available for Bright Dust. By the end of the season of The Undying, around 50% of the Eververse content will have been offered in the Bright Dust store. In, in the season of The Dawn, we're going to make around 80% of Eververse content available for Bright Dust at some point during the season. Uh, we've also heard you say that you want to know what we'll offer for silver only so you can plan what you are interested in buying. We agree that providing transparency is vital to making informed decisions, and we plan to share uh, on, the sh on the social every week what items will be silver only during the season as they appear in the Eververse store. Why would you do it in social? Why wouldn't you do it in the actual game to let us know, hey, this is for Bright Dust this week? Anyway... Bright Dust Economy. In the season of the Undying, we charge bright we change Bright Dust from a pay end or play to earn currency to a play to earn reward. We wanted to all players to be able to acquire a selection of their favorite Eververse content every season just by playing the game. And we've been keeping an eye on the Bright Dust Economy in the season of the Undying with this in mind. In the season of the Dawn, all donning and weekly and repeatable bounties will award Bright Dust in quantities equal to the amount rewarded from the strike. Crucible and Gambit bounties, 200 per weekly and 10 per repeatable. Crimson Days will do the same for the weekly bounties only, as this is an event that's not minute, included in repeatable bounties. Before. The season, the season of the Undying was 250 for each of those quests. I remember you get 500 a week. Well, now so it's only now it's now, now, it's now they've 200. Now they've only made it 200. Yeah. So before it was 1500 a week between three characters. Right. Now it's not because they're raising they're they're raising it from 50 percent to 80 percent of right. what's going in there. So right. now they have to lower the amount that you're getting right right 
right. So, so, so it's that. now, so now it's four hundred per character. So that's twelve hundred a week. Without, without, without twelve twelve hundred a week without repeatables. Right, right. Uh, with that's with all the characters that you're playing. Yeah, three characters, yeah, three characters, characters yeah. twelve hundred a week, no repeatables. Duplicate purchase prevention. Uh, the Eververse stores no longer permits purchasing. Why this was a thing, I have no idea. Uh, no longer permits purchasing an item that you already in your collection. You should never able be able to buy something you already had, but they're fixed that. Uh, looking ahead, we're always looking to for your feedback and keep it being open and how the feedback is woven within the overall goals of Destiny and Bungie. As we plan the future seasons, we're also thinking about types of themes, content offered through the Eververse, as well as the role of cosmetic content as reward for achievement. We're committed to constantly and thoroughly adjusting the Eververse store to ensure its balance of optional part of Destiny players' experience, while we're also ensuring that we can support the team creating and involving Destiny. That's three times or four times they've, they've said that this is funding the content that they've actually made. Uh, every time I reset the uh, your artifact, there is an increment glimmer cost. Right now, it costs 210,000 glimmer to change my artifact, which is often because different activities require different builds. Add 5,000 for every mod I equip was dumb. Just a bad design. Yeah, but them changing you putting a 5,000 mod on it, right? They, they could have fixed the artifact. So instead of... 10,000 and then yeah, 20,000 and then 40,000. Right. You know you're switching right. artifacts for different content. Right. You know that. Right. So why would it go exponentially up every time exactly. you have to change it? Right. It, it makes should, no it, it fucking just be, sense. I'm resetting my thing. It costs 10,000 every time I do it or, or, or 50,000 every time I do it instead of incrementing going up, right? Now, I think it's stupid that they changed it from 5,000 for the mod to 500. That's like a giant... That's them again going... Here's the dial, and they're like, Ugh. and then they put it all over here, and they're like, uh, now, now it's so easy to change your mod. It's like, no, if you're changing your mod, the balance of changing mods on your gun, and again, this is why I think it's stupid that you own the mod, right? I should be able to go farm a mod because if I like a certain mod, my time being spent in the game is earning those mods, and then I like to change my mods out. But if I have a stack of mods, then I earned that mod. So I should be able to implement that mod on my weapons at any time I want because I've earned the mod. But because we own the mod, once you have the mod, you have the mod, right? You've earned the mod, you have the mod. They have to charge you a ridiculous amount of glimmer, right? And now they've switched it back to 500, which I think is a huge dividend because you have they raised the glimmer cap to 250,000 glimmer, right? Because they're charging stuff like this for five thousand for a mod placement, but it's stupid because you own the mod and they're charging five thousand. The whole system's fucking broke. Okay, the leveling system's broke. The mod system's broke. It's it's not it's not thought out to the end. It's it's not the the way that it's the way that the actual it's constructed is not thought out to the end game. It's just what we had to do. It's the band aid on the pipe. Right, right, right. The water's spewing, the, and they're the, like, the let me just put a, let me just put put a band-aid band there. Right? And the like, water shoots out the sides. After it starts losing its stickiness, right. the water starts shooting out the sides, right. and then it we're going to put another band-aid exposing the actual thing again, right? Yeah. Instead it's, of it's, fixing the problem, they put a band-aid on it until it leaks again. They're like, oh, this was another band-aid on there, right? It's fine. Right. We don't have a leak, right? And then they put a bucket underneath to catch the water because it's leaking out, and they're like, that's ah, fine. It just seems a little It seems a little strange that you'd have to go back onto the same mechanics two or three times in a year to fix what you could have just decided here, what the level is to begin with. It just, it seems a little weird here. Here's, here's the light system, right? 
that they should have implemented. Instead of going up 200 levels in 15 minutes of going to your collections and just well, putting let's, stuff let's be in. Fair, Mike. 200 levels in one day. Or, let's be, right. let's well, be fair. No, really, it's 15 minutes. Levels, no, without looking at the YouTube video. No, I understand without that. At, I understand that. But we don't live right. in 1997. We don't no, live no, in 1997. It. We live but in we 2019. They didn't rush us too badly. No, that, that's Not fine. 15 minutes, one if, day. If you didn't look at YouTube to do your collection thing, it took you about 10 to 20 hours, all depending on what you did, to level up 200 levels. Okay? Which is obscene. Which is super fast, right? Again, I'm playing Star Wars. I played for 30 hours. I'm at level 32. Okay? Like, I, I, have, I have to go to level 50 in this. I'm probably going to play, right? So... The problem, the, the problem, Tweak, how are you not at 950? You don't play the game, all right? If you're not at 950, they, they literally give it to you. You can beat a 936, I think, in 15 minutes, and then all you have to do is go farm the chests, and you get up to 950. I literally didn't do any endgame stuff. All I did was farm the, the boss of the world boss of the Vex yeah. invasion, yeah. and that's how I got to 950. I didn't play any content except for the the invasion on the moon and that's how i got the 950 no joke and then killing the guy that opens the chest doing the jumping puzzle and then getting a new thing and then implementing that so, that, so that's basically all I did. you leveled up on blues i leveled up one to 950 all on blues on blues on yeah blues, right, right? Yeah, so so you don't you don't think that's broken on some level so here's the system that they put in place and they're too, pretty sure that's they're too stupid to realize it right the pinnacle grind that they did was perfect perfect in my opinion it was it was actually. one point for each weapon the only difference is the problem with it was you didn't know where the fuck to go and what point you were gonna get meaning i go do the pinnacle stuff i have a secondary weapon i go do this pinnacle activity and i get another secondary fucking weapon right which then negates what i needed if they do smart rng or let me know that in this particular strike or this particular dungeon, I can get this pinnacle weapon. The pinnacle weapon is the helmet, the chest piece, and the gauntlets, okay? And then I go do the dungeon, and I have a chance of getting the actual thing I need, right? I did a, an example today. They had all the nightmares opened up, okay? And there was eight nightmares, right, on the actual map, right? Or nine. Is it nine? No, it was eight. I counted eight. It is eight. Okay, so they have eight nightmare hunts on the actual thing. Imagine if each nightmare hunt had one piece of gear from what you needed in the actual thing. So one gave you a helmet, one gave you a, a, a chest piece, one gave you boots, one gave you a, your, your class item, one gave you a primary, one gave you... A, you see what I'm saying? Eight things, eight slots, you need eight pinnacles, eight points, gets you one actual level. This is how Destiny should be from the start. People don't like to grind because there's no intentionality to what they gave us. If you give a player an intentionality, meaning using the Nightmare Hunts to, to my, for my point here, let's say it's regular content, it's out all year long, I do one thing, I go, I need a helmet. Where do I get a helmet from? Oh, I can go do this job, uh, this Lost Sector on Titan, I can go this on... on uh, on, on earth i can go do this for the nightmare hunt and get a helmet let's say i have let's say i have seven pieces now i need that one eighth piece to go up one point oh intentionality i need a helmet let me go do the nightmare hunt on the moon boom intentionality is i can get it in one drop in 10 minutes max 
three drops, which or three times doing it, which would be 30 minutes, because I could do a nightmare hunt in about 10 minutes, right? Running through it, okay? Or, or I can do a harder difficulty level, okay? And then when I do it, instead of doing it three times, it takes me 20 or 30 minutes to do it because I'm lower level. It's going to take me longer to go through the actual thing. But at the end of the actual event, I get, get the exact thing that I want. Intentionality, respect the player's time, boom, bing, bada boom, and that's how you actually balance a game out. With their world of RNG fucking loot, and everyone's like, I don't want to grind like that. The grind is the game. That yes. is the game. The To get from the start to get to the end is the game. And then once you're at the end game, why am I doing it? I have the best gear, the best armor, and I want to go up against the best thing to get something from that person, right? Yeah. And none of this is in the game right now because I can randomly go wherever and get nothing. I can do a pinnacle thing that can screw me over, okay? There's no intentionality. There's no respecting the player's time in any part, okay, of any part of this game. Here's the pinnacle weapons. This is all you get, and you don't even know if you're going to get the stuff that you want. So what do they do? They switch it. They go, oh, we're going to give you two points. So now you only need four pieces of gear at two points a piece to go up the one point. Great. You could do that for the regular game. So going from, I should not be at 950 until like March. Okay. Right. Like 750. That's also true. 750. I should have came. And if you did the pinnacle grind in the regular grind and the actual game leveled up with me as I went. So if a if a, uh, a seven fifty strike, okay, we're at seven fifty. So the strike that I'm going for, let's say, is at uh, seven eighty, okay. And as I get there, the difficulty level is seven eighty, eight hundred, eight fifty, nine hundred. It moves with me. So if I'm at seven fifty, this is what the difficulty levels are, okay. If I'm at eight fifty, this is what the difficulty levels are. It moves with me, so it's always a challenge, and it always feels like I can do something. And if you want to go to an easier difficulty, so you can go nuke a boss. By all means, go nuke a boss. But if you want the actual content to progress in the game, to get level light, light level up, to get to the pinnacle stuff, then this is what you have to do. It shouldn't take 15 minutes. It shouldn't take two weeks. It shouldn't take two months to go for 200 levels. It should take 200 hours to go up 200 levels. You see what I'm saying? It's all amount of time. If I do one easy level three times, or if I do one hard level one time, it should equal the exact same amount of thing. It's RNG, meaning if I do an easy level, I might have to do it three times. I might be lucky to do it the first time, but most likely I have to do it three times to get it because you're just going to blow through it. It's 30 minutes. Or I could do one thing, 30 minutes, get the thing I need, and move on. It's still the exact same time. It's intentionality. It respects the player's time. They don't have any of this in, in, in Destiny, and that's why you're just pulling the slot machine handle, and you're like, oh, well, I got screwed again. I already got the secondary item. I already got a helmet. This doesn't See you do next week. for me. I guess I'll come back next week. See you next week. Pinnacle. Right? Like, that's 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 what it is. <laughs> Pinnacle. Right? That's all it is. It's, there's so many issues with this thing, and everyone is okay with it. Like, oh, this is the most intentionality that there is in the game because I, I want to get that. No, there's no intentionality. There's no intentionality to this game. And that's why I get bored with it because I'm like, well, I did my 100 levels. I got the gun that I wanted randomly. Okay? I did my exotic quest. I did the dungeon. See you next Done. season or right. see you next Tuesday, right? That's that's the way it is. <clears throat> that's 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 it's broke. It's fucking broke. 
I, we, we go, we go round and round with this all the time. And I still believe the reason is, is because they still don't have the foundation that they want. It's, it's a constant, it's a constant rehash of what they're trying to do in a better way, but there's no foundation. And, and, and a lot of the systems that they have in place are very convoluted. There's no reason Everything's for half, Everything's half of the stuff that goes on in this game is convoluted. It does not need to be that difficult. It just doesn't, but it has to be. It has to be convoluted because it takes up time, which gives them time to develop something. Correct. That's right. basically what it comes down to. Right. It has to be convoluted, convoluted and complicated, so you can't figure it out until three months in, and by then they have something else to give you, as opposed to just playing the game. Right. Right. It, it, look, I'm going to go back to Mad Dog. He says unless they unexpected player paid twenty dollars to get the nine hundred level boost, it's fucking sleazy. One hundred percent sleazy, Mad yep. Dog. Right, because not only did they give you the 750, right? They just boosted you up to 750. They start you at 750. Imagine being a player. Think up, think about this. You've never played Destiny before in your entire life, and you played from the start, zero, light level zero to now, right? Think about the the journey that would be. Nope, 750, and then pay 900, right? Because but here's but here's here's the sales point that makes no sense. Ready? Because they didn't want the new light players to come in. And not be able to play with their friends. Right. Now, my question to you is, what cocksucker has not been playing Destiny for two years when their friends were, and now all of a sudden wants to jump on in after two and a half years? There's a lot of people, I guess. Apparently, apparently there's an entire market of and, these and people. And apparently there's more people that would pay the $20 to go from 750 to 900 when they could literally do that in 15 minutes by sitting in their collections. Yeah, but I, I still think, yeah, right. That's my point. You could just do it by collections alone. Well, but, if you're a new player, it's true. If you're a new player, if you, you wanted to learn it. the game. But listen, the game is meant to be experienced from the beginning to now. That's the whole point of the game. Right. If I'm going to skip the entire part of the game that lets me learn how to use my character, well, what good? Perfect. What good is this new light player coming in? Perfect example. If he doesn't even know how to use his character, but he's 950. Perfect example. I started off with Star Wars in this in the Star Wars: The Old Republic, and I'll end with Star Wars: The Old Republic. This game has been out for eight years. Eight years. I played it when it first came out, and I stopped. I started a brand new character eight years in the life cycle, and right now I'm at level 32, right? Did I boost up to 50? Did I pay for this or whatever? No. I played, played the, the fucking game. game. Yeah. The game is a grind. I go in. I do the story. I do the missions. I do the side missions. I get the gear. I level up. I do this. I get the mods. I'm playing the game. And you learn the game. Right. You learn the fucking right. game. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember back in the old days where people would sell WoW accounts to other people, yes. they, but they had no idea how to use their characters, yes. so the raids would fall apart because you had a you had, yeah. you had a level forty character. Yeah, I'm a level character, sixty character, and, and nobody knew how to use their goddamn character. How come you're not right? healing me? How come you're not healing me? Right, right, <laughs> right. That's what you well, get. You, hey, I got a question. How do I heal? How do I heal? Get the fuck out of here. See, see, to me, to me, I think every new light player. Should have a little fucking symbol above their head, yeah. So I know they haven't played this fucking game, right? That's how it should be. I'm sorry to say it, but that's right. how it should be. I should be able you to need a earn... little tag above your head that says you're a fucking rookie, right? If I have the same gear you have in the Eververse, but you have a, an asterisk above your head, right? Like Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, rookie. they have they have an asterisk next to them in the Hall of Fame, right? right? I have the same armor, but I earned my armor, and you paid for your armor. I just wanted a little asterisk, right? Because I I know if you paid for that then I have more experience than you are because it takes 20 hours to get this gear, right? Yeah. It takes 20 hours to get this gear, not 20 seconds. But 
But the people would get, they would cry, Sarge, because they, you would, you would segregate. Them. They're, they're left behind, you would, bro. You would segregate like your them. friend that never liked you at all for two years, all of a sudden wants to play. That's the guy we're worried about. We're worried about that guy. Right. They're worried about that guy because that guy is potentially giving them an additional fifty dollars. That's correct. Right. So we can't have left. We can't let them stay can't, behind. We can't let that guy stay behind. <laughs> nope. Think about it. If you're a player that hasn't played and you want to play with your friends, but they don't tell you, new light player can play with your friends, but your new friend is playing just in Shadow Keep and you can't play Shadow Keep. So you have to pay $40 on this free to play game just to get the game content that he's playing. And then on top of that, you have to pay $20 to go from $750 to $900 because your friend's already in that content. So you've already paid $60 to get to that thing. And then he also has gear from the battle pass that he wants. And you're like, where'd you get that gear? He's like, well, I, I, I paid for the battle pass. How much is that? Well, that's additional $10. He's like, oh, well, we're, we're nine weeks into the season. Oh, but, and I have to get to level 100? Yeah, what level are you? 10. So now I got to pay an additional $90. <laughs> I got to pay an additional $90 so I can get the same fucking cosmetics that you got. So for this free-to-play so free game, I've just now spent $150. What a deal. What a for deal. For the free game. Just so your friends can play with you. Right. Right. <laughs> Come on, Sarge. Come on and play with me. Come on and play with me. I just want you to I just want you to go and, and but play it's the, so the same But it's content. so true, man. Everyone it, people don't realize it's just that's how dumb it is. It really is. Yeah, come play with me. The same content. Let's go back on the EDZ and just do the public events. That's what we'll do. We'll just play public events. Free to play. Free to play. Woo! <laughs> and that oh, man. is the end of our podcast. Podcast Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories of the past week, and we rant along the way. These are the stories that we didn't go over today. We didn't talk about Overwatch. We didn't show the Lost in Space trailer. We didn't talk about the Bond trailer. We didn't talk about the Black Widow trailer, uh, and we didn't talk Percy about the, We didn't talk about the Star Wars ride that's uh, that opened up. I'm going on this weekend, so maybe I'll talk about it next week. And we didn't talk about Division Two uh, because they have a little update of the Santa hat. But actually, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, I'll talk about that on the on the daily on the daily grind in the morning. Uh, if you missed any part of this podcast, you can catch us live every single Thursday from 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on Mixer.com/slash 30 and Still Gaming. If you missed any of this, you can go watch after the fact on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash 30 and Still Gaming. If you want to listen to it in your ear holes and without seeing our pretty faces, you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm, which is right here in the link below for uh, for Anchor.fm. Uh, if you go there, you can listen to us on most most uh, streaming platforms, but the major ones are iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. If you would like to support this podcast in any way, shape, or form, you can click that link on Anchor.fm for as little as 99 cents. Uh, it goes towards the podcast, uh, and then it goes all back into the podcast, right? So we've been doing this for free, 100%, for five years, 194 episodes now in the can. They'll always be free. But it's you, cost me my soul. Right. But if you choose to help us out, you can pay 99 cents over on anchor.fm. I do appreciate you guys very much. You can follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. You can follow me at 30 and still gaming. And I'll see you guys in the next one. The stream, this, the show's over, but the stream is not. Uh, are, we, are we doing a raid tonight? I don't think we're doing a raid. I'm going to okay. play, I'm going to play a game or whatever. Um, but uh, you can catch us. I'm going to take a break. I'll, this is going to end and then it's going to go right into the actual stream. So thanks for watching. I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Take care, guys.
two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.